Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, and this one's going to be a little spicy, a little dramatic. Bungie being exposed for a toxic culture work environment that they are trying to improve, and an article from IGN. If you clicked on this video looking for a very brief summary of that, I will give it to you right here at the beginning of the stream. It's also a past broadcast, so the video is pretty long, about three hours long. We discuss gaming news topics and it usually takes up a large portion of the morning hit subscribe and the bell button if you like that kind of content this is an sntr update bungie being exposed for a toxic work environment that they are trying to improve according to an ign article entitled the battle for bungie's soul this article hit on friday sort of in the middle of the day and we covered it on another channel but we wanted to circle back as more things have come to light and even a content creator has spoken about about his experiences with the company if you like these sntr updates be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my uploads or check out sntr gaming where i streamed this live along with a morning show so what exactly was listed in the article it is a fairly lengthy one i encourage you to read it in its entirety unfortunately some bungie employees already took to twitter and were oversimplifying this and trying to make it about women and persons of color this issue at the company is significantly larger than that and that seems sort of like an attempt to make this seem virtuous and not an effort to actually fix the culture. So I really encourage people to read the article in its entirety. I will pull out snippets that I think are helpful in establishing what exactly was stated. First, this is the quote from the article. IGN has spoken with 26 current and former employees that have worked at Bungie within the last decade. Their accounts of the studio's work culture encompass a wide range of experiences. They span overt sexism, boys club culture, crunch, and HR protection of abusers, as well as more complex stories of microaggressions, systemic inequalities, and difficulties in being heard. So this is a very broad and big subject. So the the attempt in the initial wake of this by, by some employees on Twitter, some of them even interacting with me, their attempt to narrow this down into just something that affected women and persons of color, I think is a complete misrepresentation, which is already pretty discouraging in the wake of this, that it seems they're trying to spin it to their advantage. Now, where to from here? I do want to say that the article indicates they are trying to work on this. Here is another section. However, interviewees also include a number of more recent employees who, despite their own hurts, truly believe the studio is slowly but steadily improving and are candid about the immense challenge of trying to turn such a massive shift in a better direction. And those accounts of change line up with statements made by IGN, uh, I'm sorry, to IGN by Parsons in response to this piece okay so they are attempting to fix it but i think there is something much deeper here that is getting overlooked by a lot of people and it is one of the other sections that talks about how is it handled when people were asked to leave or when people just sort of left because they were either moving on in their in their career or whatever so there's more than we know going on here this has very much been a bit of damage control this quote right here 
In the vast majority of these cases, sources felt their stories were too specific to share in this piece without personally identifying themselves and risking either retaliation at work or violating a non-disparagement agreement, which many former employees we spoke to say they felt pressured to sign upon departing the company. So people at the company right now are still in fear of retaliation if they give too much specificity to their story, and people that left were pressured to sign agreements that they would not go into specifics about these things because that would be breaching the non-disparagement agreement. This does not seem like the appropriate way to root out these problems. It seems very much like this is going along with some of the other businesses and how they approach this. They want to keep it quiet. They want to minimize the damage. So while we applaud their efforts, it seems they are playing by some of the more traditional corporate playbook to keep these things quiet. And then when it does hit the public, it's an effort to PR spin it to make themselves look virtuous. Now, the toxicity, while partially rooted out, was certainly handled in a way that benefited Bungie more than the victims, and it also benefited the offenders who left the company to great applause and public farewells, and if there is still risk of retaliation at the company, they have a long way to go. As always, if you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. And I'll see... The rest of you right now, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We greatly appreciate you being here, and obviously, wow, this was quite the weekend. Um, I'm going to do my best this morning to make this more of a news segment than sort of a personal segment. We kind of had our personal segment on Friday, and I had my own... um, my own, I guess, interaction with the Destiny community and some of their employees over the weekend and incredibly disappointed in how they're already trying to frame the narrative in a very, uh, again, just feels like a disingenuous and misleading light. Um, almost immediately trying to shut down discussion or conversation on Twitter, making it about, oh, it's about women and persons of color, which certainly is egregious, but this is a much bigger situation. Uh, Even recently, Mylan Games released a video outlining how he was treated, and he owns it in the video. He says, listen, I'm a man, I'm not a minority, but I think my story's important, and it is important when a company handles themselves in this way that, that it, it shouldn't be like you, you minimized or trivialized uh, I, I can't imagine working at the company under these conditions and then seeing fellow Bungie employees summarize it all as if well it only matters if you're a woman or a person of color it'd be like well I've been working at the company for years under this nonsense and you just invalidated how horrible it's been for me because I'm not a woman or a minority so already Bungie employees doing what I in my experience with them expect them to do which is just spin and virtue signal unfortunately I don't think their public handling of this is has been that admirable I'm not necessarily referring to Pete Parsons or Bungie but some of their public facing employees are just absolutely fumbling this ball with respect to just owning it and, and asking for true accountability it still seems to me like they will not own that this is something serious. It's they're trying to minimize it already from where I sit. A $10 tip from Insomniac Black. 
Shout out to uh, for Creature for all the work you do with Lono holding this together. Hilly for the Friday night time. Zubair for bringing the silly in chat. Eugene for bringing the spicy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I see you in chat feed. It's good to see you feed. Good to see you UK Stobbs. People asking about the storms. We are incredibly lucky. Uh, they were horrible. There was a horrible record setting tornado in Kentucky and just blessed that it did not um, get to us or any of our friends. I, it was just awful, and our, our hearts obviously go out to the people who lost property, and I, I don't know if lives were lost. I was not able to look at any of the news reports. I actually have relatives in town, so I was spending time holding with and getting to see my niece over the weekend, and, uh, and I, I, so the internet the internet drama on Twitter really couldn't touch me. It couldn't touch my joy as, as, contentious, and, as contentious and as hot that it got on uh on twitter they really they, i don't know it did it really didn't it really didn't affect me master ty says it's a person of color them trying to use a shield is a company uh obscene and disgusting within itself somebody said that as well they said i can't imagine being a woman or a person of color and being used as some token of Bungie's virtue like they're trying to turn this into a hey 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 because they know that will play in the culture right now if they play the well we're taking up for women and minorities and we're rooting that out in our company well if you spin it into that narrative well then everyone's gonna cheer I want you to really think about the manipulation that Bungie has done in this situation with respect to the audience their community and how they're framing this all right so they do stuff for BLM. They do stuff for the LGBTQ community. They do stuff for women, right? They do all these social efforts, okay? And so they get their community in that frame of mind thinking like Bungie is pro all these things. When you come to find out that they're not really pro all those things in the background, they still want to spin this into the fact that they're the hero in the story, right? They're the hero. Like, they're taking up for... Because when I saw that tweet about how, like, what about the women and persons of color seeing you trying to make this about you? I was like, I don't understand. Isn't the story much bigger than that? I feel like the story's much bigger than that. This is a long-standing toxic culture, and you're trying to narrow it down into minorities and women so that you can be championed as your virtue for your virtue. That's just manipulative and dishonest, which is... Which should be troubling in the wake of this article. Like... What should be troubling in the wake of this article is like a company is trying to fix it and yet their first act in the public is to spin the narrative and to make it about that. It's like you working at the company hoping things improve, you clearly don't see how bad this situation is if you're going to whittle it down to those two things. And the reason that you're whittling it down to those two things is because it'll get you cultural virtue points right now in the wake of things. Right? Somebody says, Bungie apologized. That must be an admission of guilt, right? They can't just be explaining what happened. (laughs) A well-made point, Michael. A $5 tip from MJ Talks. I think you you called this when Activision's story came out. You did say the way Bungie came out so quickly to get ahead of this was suspicious. I'm telling you right now, what people need to do, what people need to do is to stop living in fear. The fact that there are people right now that won't tell stories with specificity, that work at the company, and that left the company, that is egregious, and that's on Bungie. Bungie has wrought a culture of silence and protection of abusers, and they have merely kicked the can further down the road. The fact that this article says that their HR department was protecting abusers, but the article also has the following to say. 
in the vast majority of these cases, the vast majority of these cases, hear that, okay? In the vast majority of these cases, sources felt their stories were too specific to share in this piece without personally identifying themselves and risking either retaliation at work or violating a non-disparagement agreement. An agreement they've been forced to sign if they want to stay employed. I don't think they get like an option on that. Secondly, they said, many former employees we spoke to say they felt pressured to sign the non-disparagement agreement upon departing the company. They are still, to this day, don't get this wrong, Bungie is still protecting abusers. Their hands are not washed, their hands are not clean. You have employees at the company right now afraid to speak out because of retaliation, because the culture of retaliation is still there. You have people that left the company that are afraid to speak out because you pressured them to sign a non-disparaging agreement when they left. This is literally kicking the protecting the abusers can down the road. And this company has the gall to wax eloquent about being virtuous and righteous in the public. Anytime any of these companies got drug, they were the first ones to come out and act like, well, that doesn't have at our company oh it doesn't it doesn't because it certainly seems like it is happening at your company four months from roger i'm glad to see the point made on friday about their response being pr damage control i'm a hispanic and i can't stand this thank you roger for four months noah coming in with a five dollar tip this is my thing when you was hung it was a big thing all over the place i'm hardly hearing anyone talk about this yeah 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 are you seeing any of the Destiny content creators cover this? Are you? Other than Mylan and Lucky. I think, and oh, and, and, and Paul Tassie covered it on his YouTube channel. Are you seeing a single, a single other Destiny content creator covering this on their channels? Are you? Where's the videos? Where are they? Where are the videos? Where is, where is it going on? Why is nobody covering this? What are you afraid of? What are you scared of? Are you scared of retaliation? It seems like you're scared of retaliation. Like they fostered a culture of retaliation. As if, if you speak out, you'll be retaliated against. Imagine an article that literally says there are employees of the company right now. They said the vast majority of the instances of abuse at the company, they don't even want to go into detail because they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to tell you anymore. I'm afraid I'll be retaliated against. Where's the coverage? Where are the videos? Why aren't you talking about this? Why is everyone silent? Why are the two Why are the two remaining uh, members of Rare Drop not talking about this? Why aren't they talking about it? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Why are you totally silent on this? This is egregious. This is terrible. This is awful. Another company in the limelight doing bad stuff and even still today trying to spin it in classic Bungie fashion, like something that we consistently talked about when I covered Destiny was that Bungie always tries to make themselves the hero in the story. They'll remove something or break something and then they come back and fix it and everyone throws confetti in the air. This is literally Bungie Marketing 101. This is how they've handled everything with their game since it came out. Ever ever since, that's how they've handled this. Tassie's video was heavily apologist. I didn't want to click on it, but I that I I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily going to take your word for it, but that would not surprise me. <clears throat> yeah, Dark Side Royalty got blocked by them. Like, 
I don't, I don't want to. I'm not even making this about me. I'm doing my absolute best today to not make this about me. This is about Bungie and their handling of this, and how how can anybody look at this article with a straight face and be like, we should celebrate Bungie and applaud their efforts? What do you mean? Like, yes, we should applaud their efforts to try to do the right thing, but on further reflection and on further reading of this article, no. You don't get celebrated for basically letting people right now still live in fear. They can't speak the truth. They're afraid of retaliation. And they work for the company. People that left the company, afraid to say anything because you pressured them to sign an agreement before they left. You don't sign NDAs willy-nilly. You get money for signing, I'm pretty sure. When you leave the company, I don't think they pay you to sign an, a non-disparaging agreement. I don't think so. The article just stipulated that they were pressured to sign it. And the people that are still at the company, they don't. They didn't just say, oh, I'm worried about the NDA. They're like, I, I, I'm worried about retaliation. There is still a culture of retaliation at the company. They're like, if they come out and tell the truth about th- what their experience was, it'll, they'll get retaliated against. A question about that. If someone agrees to something that while under duress, wouldn't that invalidate the agreement? Yeah, like making an apology when you're under duress. I mean, pressure could include a better severance. Okay, so does that make it better? (laughs) Does that make it better? Paying for silence? We're familiar with that, right? We're familiar with that. There's a story right now that I've tried to tell you guys needs to be investigated about somebody paying for silence. $5 from JB. Lono, why are you making this about you? Just kidding, man. Hope you and the fam are doing well. Thank you. No, I'm not saying... Listen, if they left the company and they were like, sure, you know, I guess I'll take the, the, the better severance if I sign that form, you're basically bribing that person into silence. How is that not just absolutely wretched and corrupt? Listen, (laughs) it'll be a lot better for you if you sign this document. I'm not threatening you, but it'd be a lot better for you, like, money-wise, if you were to sign this document. You catching my drift? Like, how is that? How do you not look at that and think, that's terrible? Don't go and tell anybody the horrible things that have happened here, and here's money for it. I'm not saying that the person that left is somehow as pure as the driven snow, but who's in the position of power in that situation? All this dialogue about abuse of power, and Lona was in a position, all this dialogue about men in positions of power abusing their power, and here's Bungie wielding that power to get silence from people. I think those agreements have bought everyone silence, the victims, the abusers, and Bungies. You better believe it. And how is that not just wholly corrupt? (laughs) We found that the HR department was protecting abusers. How is that any different if your HR department's paying people to be quiet? Has anything actually changed? Other than the fact that you're acknowledging it and trying to fix it and you think, well, we're going to pay you to be quiet though because that's our only choice here, I guess. I think there's mutually assured destruction. Right. You'll never hear from him, Crimson Link. I don't think you'll ever hear Deej comment on this or why he was let go. Uh Uh-uh. No. He's probably one of the ones protected, my friend. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
They definitely paid for silence alongside the non-disparaging agreements. They're all corrupt. Yeah, the more the more I had time to let this percolate over the weekend, and the more I interacted with just the lovely and kind and loving and compassionate Destiny community and Destiny employees, the more I experienced that. I hope that, that was dripping with enough sarcasm. The more I thought, no, you know what? No. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't trust them. I think this is all hollow. This is all hollow. This is a PR stunt. I'm not saying NDAs can't be slimy. Of course they can be, but don't discount that people will definitely be quiet if it's tied to a bunch of money, health insurance, ETC. Right, and that's Bungie wielding their power in an abusive way. You're not you're not pure if you abuse your power. Even if the person submits to it and, and, and ends up benefiting from it. Like in the story that I've tried to get people to investigate, that a man in the position of power is guilty of misconduct, and they have gotten this—they've gotten this woman to be quiet by essentially paying her. Right? She's she's guilty too, but they're far more guilty. One's the transgressor, and and the one trying to be like, well, I'll use my status to get you to be quiet. Bungie has a has a problem, right? They have this this situation internally. They've got HR employees or HR department hiding abuse. And their answer is to wield their power to get silenced. Like, I don't know how you look at that and think, well, yeah, that's that's good. That's the right way to handle it. That's that. You, you, so, I mean, hush money, the person hushing up, yeah, their hands are dirty, but a modicum amount of dirty compared to the person writing the hush money check. Yeah, yeah, let's be clear. It's not to the same degree as what happened at Blizzard Activision, but how do we know that, Eugene, with how much silence has been paid for? Yeah, I've seen those tweets as well, OG Boxer. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine hearing a man talking about how he, he, he deals with narcissism and tries to be better and then you use narcissist as a trigger word anytime you talk about me I see right through you may not like the action of some of their employees but the new DLC is fire the new the new dungeon in Galhorn is chef's kiss yeah that's 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 gotta be tough right now to like try and enjoy the game I don't know JB with a 5 spot did I thank JB for the $5 tip um, oh, I did. I did. I'm sorry. I saw that on my dashboard. <clears throat> Imagine that the CMs are toxic because the CM everybody looked up to was toxic. This all rolls downhill, though. It makes perfect sense now why the community is so cult-like and nasty, right? A five spot from UK Stobbs. Parsons needs to sack the CMs. They're a disgrace on Twitter. Always supporting, brother. Thank you. I think at least one of the CMs he he might have he might have run out of rope over the weekend. I, I think I he might have. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. His interaction with that other individual. I I don't know how anybody could look at that and be like, yeah. In the wake of us trying to be better, we're gonna leave this guy on the front lines. <laughs> no. No. In my opinion, he ran out of rope. I don't think so. I don't think you can keep him on the front lines. I think he needs to go. 
This is exactly why I wrote what I wrote to Cosmo. If he sets an example, his people will follow. Right, Radical. I love how everything I've ever said gets gets turned into the... Uh, it's an attack. Asking questions and calling Cosmo on his dishonesty, that's me attacking. But, but you... You're not doing that, are you? With 200 and some odd thousand followers, you're not doing that. No, you're pure. You can do no wrong. You can do no wrong. This is why this is why their their handling of it in the public should be immediately concerning. There's no humility. There's no throwing themselves at the foot of the public and saying, "Listen, we're trying to do better. It's immediate defending themselves, hedging, claiming it's about women and persons of color so that like the virtue signaling culture will celebrate them. And it's like, it's not about that. It's, it's about more than that. Yes, there are women at the company who have suffered. There are minorities at the company who have suffered, but they're not the only ones who have suffered. So you invalidate everybody else's suffering at the company if they're not a woman or a minority what that doesn't that is not humility that is not accountability that's hedging you're attempting to minimize like oh but you know it'd be like going in a room and i punch a hundred people right in the face and i come out and say i'm really sorry for all the pain and harm i caused to the women in the room it's just egregious i'd be like well wait a minute you punched other people why are you acting like you only punched women like why is why are bungee employees already out on the forefront trying to minimize this and act like it's just about this why because the culture celebrates that oh well you're taking up for women and minorities so you get a you get a free a free pass then we're all gonna cheer for you we'll buy another badge from the bungee store next month like His response to you on Twitter proves the company hasn't even looked at any of your evidence or just accepted the other group's word for it. You ever, you ever, you ever think about this? You ever think about how they all have something in common? They're all guilty of misconduct, and they're all be, and they're all paying people to keep it quiet. Like, like Eugene said, it's all, it's assured mutual destruction. You ever consider that? I literally had a I literally had a journalist say that to me. He was like, <clears throat> "Well, your behavior and all this, you know, it doesn't make even if I try to believe the best about you." I'm like, "You're not going to look into the fact that nobody in the press covered it." Okay, thanks. You're another journalist like the rest of them. You're not a journalist. I missed an entire week and I come back to this, right? It hurt watching Mylan's video last night. Such a hardworking and wholesome dude, and they shafted him. I didn't even want to retweet it because I knew what people were going to do. I was like, no, I'm going to let him have his moment. I wanted to put more eyeballs on it, but I knew what that freaking toxic, horrible community would do. You trying to you trying to ride on his coattail? No, this is a perfect example of how this isn't about women and minorities. They're a part of a bigger picture. Stop trying to minimize the wretchedness. Warsmith with a $25 tip. I have enjoyed D2 and will continue to, both for the game itself and for those at Bungie who are worth supporting. 
this may hurt Bungie short term, but dropping support will not help anyway. By the way, keep up the great work, Lono. Yeah, I would never call for people to not support the game. I don't think that that's fair. There are people right now working at that company that probably have a nauseous feeling in their stomach going into work today. Why? Because they're dirty laundries out in the yard. Like, and they might not have anything to do with it. And they got a they got a knot in their stomach. Like, great, I get to go into this sullied place, right? That can't feel good. And they're working on the game that you enjoy and that you like to play. Keep supporting the game. Keep supporting it. Keep being awesome and keep being dope. There's no reason to write the game off because of this. I think that that's the exact wrong response here. Let's magnify the damage, right? They've got this toxicity, this toxic culture, this horrible work environments, and they're aiming to fix it. And when they aim to fix it, and and people at the company are like, oh man, I I hope we can weather this storm, the last thing you want to do is magnify the damage. Like... If there are bad actors at the company that have been protected and, and, and hid from the light and now they're at other companies and stuff, a lot of these people are not at the company anymore, there's no reason to wail on the company in the game. Like, you see, do you see what I'm saying? Think about it. Most of the bad actors have left. It would be like going to a restaurant and the manager and the wait staff are rude and toxic. And you're like, oh my gosh. No, let's just say this. The manager and the hostess are rude and toxic. And you're like, oh, I'm never going to eat there ever again. But then they're fired and replaced. Well, you wouldn't go back and like picket sign, like don't eat here, don't eat here. There are people, there's hardworking people. There's a chef, the, there, there's there's the wait staff. There's, there's the, there's the bus boys. Like there's a whole group of people at the, at the, at the, at the restaurant that have nothing to do with the people that were nasty to you. So like, it doesn't accomplish anything. Like why magnify the damage that, that's already going on? Why magnify the pain of the people still working there? That doesn't help anything. I'm sorry, but only way to make a company understand is to hit their wallet. That's how this always works. But the company, uh, do you see? But the company doesn't care about that. The company doesn't care about that. Bungie, uh, Luke Smith being quiet. Well, I mean, he's he's he, he's not the CEO. When stuff like this happens. Your CEO and your community liaison, liaisons are typically the ones to speak out, not not somebody that's like he's over the Destiny property. Like I, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't make sense other than for him to come out and like retweet Pete Parsons. That's generally that's generally par for the course here. You know. Look at uh, look at Paul Tassi. He beats the drum for Microsoft and Sony to drop Activision. However, he praises Bungie because it's his money maker. All the Bungie content creators are hypocrites. Yeah, I want you to really analyze something. Like, it's not as bad as Activision, but why is everybody acting like, well, it's over and done with. Let's all cheer for them. It is not over and done with. It is not. It's not over and done with. When I read the quote that the ma- the vast majority of the abuse cases at the company, the sources felt like if they were too specific, they'd identify themselves and risk retaliation or violating a non-disparagement agreement, and the people that left would also feel the same way. They were pressured to sign a non-disparagement agreement. It's not over. It's just been made quiet. It's been swept under the rug with money. Like, that that's what's so irritating here. It's like, you can claim, well, it's not as bad as Activision. Okay, well, I mean, I'm not as bad as a serial killer. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. You're not saying anything. The big difference in their responses too, Activision has doubled down. 
but how how is Bungie not doubled down but just in a different way they, they've just they've just used money to make it go away do you see what I'm saying like using money to make it go away how is that better you're doing the same thing you're not letting the truth come out it's okay it's one thing to willfully obstruct justice and to not not cooperate or to try to hide things but to pay money to get silence is no different just because you wrote a check it, just because you wrote a check it's fine that they've covered this up oh but they've come out into the public and they're committed to being better okay but they're still covering it up in essence in essence Oh, getting rid of the the people versus Kodak being there. I under, I understand. I understand. I understand what you're saying, Eugene. Right. Right. I just, I don't know. I can't look at companies this size and 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 when stuff like this gets discovered and just like cheer from the sidelines when the pattern is clear. They're not interested in accountability. They're not interested in being better. They're interested in, hey, this happened, and yeah, we're we're aiming to be better. And then they go out in the public and they spin it and they paid people to be quiet. That doesn't sit well with me any more than a company being like, we stand by Kodak. Like it doesn't say it doesn't sit any better with me. One is one is foolhardy. The other, the other is just the other is just less noticeably sinister. It's just less noticeably sinister. It's no different when that rare. It's oh my gosh! It is oh my gosh! They are playing from the same playbook. Bungie and Rare Drop are playing from the same rare uh, from the same playbook. It's the playbook of the guilty. You, you get the guilty parties to slowly, like, slowly step down or to slowly distance themselves, and then you use money, power, and influence to get silence. It's the same dadgum playbook. And they lop me, my head off in the public because of claims. Like, come on. It's the same, it's the same playbook. They're all playing from the same playbook. What do you think's going over on, what do you think is going on at Purple? What do you think is going over on at the purple platform? Like 14 ex-employees talked about misconduct being ignored at the company. I was clearly, I was clearly suspended due to a favor. And what they do? They investigated one guy. One? One. That's it? That's all you got? You got one guy in the wake of everything? You fired one employee? They're doing the same thing. They're probably paying people to be quiet. Yeah, here, take this fat check, sign this non-disparaging agreement. All right, cool. See you later. Whew, we, we almost got discovered for being bad. The whole situation has pointed a bright light at those who are quick to scorch the earth, and they've been found very wanting. Never letting them silence you. I've said for a year and a half that the truth has more endurance. The mob, the mob is stronger than the truth. In the heat of the moment, the mob will run over somebody and truth doesn't matter in that moment. The mob at that moment is way stronger than the truth. But there's something about endurance. I heard a guy give a speech once about how he had seen a big giant cement slab and a tree had busted up through it. 
And that's what the mob is like. It's like a big cement slab that wham and just covers a person and it covers up the truth. But slowly, ever surely, the truth comes out. That little acorn that that slab fell down onto, eventually that acorn busts up through that slab and now a giant, undeniable tree is viewable to all. That's what this is. You can cover it up. You can lay a slab of cement over it all you want. You can pour concrete on it. It's going to come out. I said with so much confidence in my bones, I was like, the truth will come out. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning of the truth coming out. You can you can, you can hate me and hurl insults all you want at me on Twitter. It doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. The truth is coming out. Like j- the the these truthless heroes. As he says in the song, your heroes are dead. Like they're not heroes anymore. They're not heroes anymore, right? You and 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 what a what a sick feeling it must be to like well, we got to go along with this and defend these cult leaders because if we don't, then who else is left to lead us? You know? Barking the Destiny tree again? You see Destiny in the title of my uh, my coverage here? One of the biggest developers in existence was exposed for toxic culture. What are you talking about? Didn't RN Jesus and Vicky also touch on this when they started digging last year? Yeah, I, I, that, that, there's a, I have a whole thing on that, and I'm not, I don't want to make today about me. It's very hard not to because it touches on me. It touches on me, but I don't want to do that because I've got a whole theory there, Ashen, that this has been a long time. Well, let's just talk about Mylan then. We don't need to talk about me. Let's talk about Mylan. <laughs> let's talk about Mylan and something that was told to me privately about one of the CMs at Bungie. All right. All right, so Mylan <laughs> makes it very clear in his video, which you should watch it, support it, give it a thumbs up, and don't mention me at all in the comments. Please, for the love of Frick, just support the guy in his story. Like, you know what I mean? Did I thank Warsmith for the 25 spot? Um, uh, oh, I don't know if I did. Warsmith, uh, I- I'm sorry, so, so, so sorry. Warsmith... With a $25 tip, I've enjoyed D2 and will continue to both for the game in itself and for those at Bungie who are worth supporting. This may not hurt them in the short term. Oh no, I, I think I thank you for that. A $5 tip from Tame Cyber. They really are never going to be able to expand their community when they literally weaponize it every time they need backup. It's pathetic and it makes me mad. Yeah, who wants to join that community? Really? Who wants to become part of that community? Vengeance with a $10 tip. To your earlier point about the D2 content creators not saying anything, they would they know that it would be career suicide. This is it. This is it. This is where I'm going, Vengeance. This is exactly it. Oh my gosh. This is such a beautiful picture of the reality of what they have done over the years, okay? And, right? And and what they did to me, okay? I'm not defending them or trolling. I'm honestly asking what you're doing about these rotten people. It's gaming news. And with respect, Cody, 
there was no way I was going to cover anything else this morning. Do you really think if I would have booted up and been like, hey guys, you want to talk about Halo's new game modes coming tomorrow? No? Oh shoot. Oh no. What am I going to do? Nobody would have let me talk about anything else, brother. This was a this was a pressure cooking fever pitch, like pot of boiling water all weekend. I wasn't going to boot up Monday morning and be like, all right guys, you want to talk, you want to talk Halo? <laughs> All right. So please, please watch Mylan's video and leave a comment of support and a thumbs up. Like, be 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 super dope, okay? Be super dope, but do not mention me in the comments. There is no freaking reason to do that. If anybody mentions me in the comments, reply to them and ask them to edit me out. I don't want mentioned in the comments on his video, and if they refuse, I want a screenshot of them because they're just trying to be a troublemaker, and then we'll make sure that they're banned here. I don't want that. If you've already done that, and you've already kind of gone to his video and be like, this is just like Say No to Rage or SNTR, please go edit your comment and remove me. I, that's not the place for that. You want to talk about that here? You want to come here and support me? Great. D- don't hijack his uh, his his video. We'll talk Halo this afternoon, Zubair. Please support him and and show that you can be uh, uh, you don't have to be a woman or a minority to speak out against Bungie's atrocities against you. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So I'm gonna try and paint a picture here. I'm not gonna interact with chat while I paint this picture. So bear with me for just a second. You have to look at the bigger picture here and what they've been doing with content creators and how they get everybody to go along with either a toxic culture or go along with not really addressing misconduct or go along with or basically going along with, you know, Bungie gets the content creators to behave in a certain way and those that step out of bounds are retaliated against. And there's a lot of moving parts here. So let's just start with Mylan, but I don't want to focus too much on him because I don't think that's fair. Let him tell his own story, okay? But let's just start with Mylan, right? The too long didn't read is he did a ridiculous amount of work on the first three Grimoire anthology books. He was he he his credit was changed in the book from the 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 curator to a consultant, which he rightly stood up for himself and he was like, I wasn't a consultant. I was the curator. You know? If it would have been anybody else, they would have been like, if it had been somebody with power, they'd have been like Excuse me, what the frick are you doing? I was not a consultant, I was a curator, but Mylan tried to approach it very diplomatically, and also, he doesn't want to ruin his relationship with Bungie. Imagine who's in position of power here, Bungie working with this YouTuber on a contract. That's got to feel amazing, and you don't want to ruin that relationship. I guarantee you it was hard for him to send that email, right? I guarantee you it was hard for him to send that email because he knew I am risking retaliation and being blacklisted. Why? Because that's the culture. That is the culture at Bungie, okay? So he stands up for himself. Surprise, surprise, he's not been included since in any more projects. Why? Because they literally did the thing that he was scared they would do because it's how they operate, okay? It's how they operate. So, sucks for Mylan. Pete Parsons do right by him. What in the frick's going on over there? Anyway, so now let's talk about one of their uh, community managers. I was told privately that one of their community managers, um, 
I was told this privately, he's in a Discord with other content creators called The Good Guys, and they use this Discord server to mark and blacklist people. And one of the people who was in the server ended up becoming friends with another content creator who was blacklisted, and he was just suddenly kicked from the Discord. They just kicked him out, okay? So, you have one of your community managers behaving in what I would consider to be a pretty uh, a, uh, a pretty unethical business way, like marking other content creators, other businesses, and using the relationships with existing content creators and weaponizing that to try to sort of cultivate like a cult-like following. Massively unethical, and honestly, that's just disgusting, okay? So, you got what happened to Mylan, and then you got this CM doing what he's doing. Now, let's talk about a phone conversation that I had with Deej. There were people on the Bungie forums who consistently would spread all sorts of nastiness about me, and they would spread lies about me. There was a time when the Kevin Spacey story broke. I didn't have all the details because I read a blog about it in the morning, and I made some very off-the-cuff remarks about not wanting to ruin the man's career based on some weird story. All of those clips got ripped out of context. There were little 10-second clips that people used to claim I was victim-blaming and all of this stuff, right? The news cycle got a hold of the, the Kevin Spacey story, and in the middle of the day, the full story broke, and during the same six-hour stream, I said, well, now that I have all the details, yes, I completely reject, and what he did is reprehensible, because now I have all the details. So these people have, you know, historically for years, these people try to wax eloquent on Twitter and claim that they're righteous, and yet they've tried to attack me in my business for three or four years. Three or four years. That's how committed they are, because that's the kind of people that they are. Well, they would get on the Bungie forums, and they would do that. They would spread this story. And so this guy goes on the forums, and he says this stuff, and he says that I should lose my sponsors and everything else, right? He, he says all this. So I reach out to DMG. I reach out to Cosmo. I said, hey, can this post be taken down? This is, this is obviously a targeted attack. This is slanderous. Da-da-da-da-da. They won't respond to me. They won't. More than likely at this time, I had already been blacklisted by the company, so they ignore me because, I don't know, I guess that's what you do. At the company, right? This, this is this is par for the course for Bungie, according to this internal document. Well, not internal document. This investigation that they ignore, uh, they ignore bad actors, and they, you know, they don't do anything about it. Okay. So I eventually get a DM from Deej, and Deej tells me I'm harassing his community managers, and I'm like, oh, oh, I am. Okay. I sent them each one DM, and then I followed up just with a second one, being like, hey, I'd love to hear back on this. And I was told that I was harassing his community managers, okay? And I'm like, look, I'm just trying to get this thing taken down. This this guy's, you know, being nasty or whatever. He sends me an animated GIF of Kevin Spacey because that's professional, right? That's a very professional thing to do. And then he gives me uh, he gives me his phone number. So I call him and I explain to him. I said, listen, I, I'm 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 not asking for special treatment here, right? I'm not like calling in a favor to be like, "Hey, I'm uh, this big meanie on the internet hurt my feelings." It's like, no, he's he's using your website to say nasty things about me. I was like, I, "Come on now, can can you guys just take the post down?" He proceeds to just <laughs> cuss me out. He just cusses me out, you know, and and tells me I don't know what kind of a week they've had because this was the week that Activision said they weren't pleased with the sales of uh, of Forsaken. 
So like Bungie's been in a bad, they're in a bad spot. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about this, this, this douche wagon on your on your forums, like attacking me. He he is literally attacking my business. And so he he lights me up, f word after f word after f word, and then hangs up on me. I'm like, okay. So similar. Similar types of corporate language was used. Like if you go and listen to Mylan's phone call conversation that he had, my phone call conversation was very similar. It was a lot of corporate speech. Like, do you want me to silence someone's voice on the Bungie.net forums? Do you want me to take away someone's voice? And I was like, no. It the guy's the guy's breaking TOS. Like I but it was it was the exact same thing that like Mylan described, like cuts me off, interrupts me, and kind of berates me, speaks down to me. Da, 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 da. He ends up taking it down because the guy was going after my sponsors. It was a breach of their TOS, and their moderators over there never cared. They would always let the anti Sano to Rage posts stay up because this is how the company works. It's a toxic company, and they allowed the gossip and the blacklisting. They didn't care. They're like, well, yeah, that's that's fine. You guys can break the rules about him because we don't like him at this company. Right? So, then look at when I blasted them for not telling me about, like, the Twitch Prime stuff, okay? And you start to see a pattern, because Deej DMs me, he's like, this is pretty sharp, why would you say this? I'm like, because you guys are treating people that stream to 10 people like they're media, and you won't treat one of the directory leads like I'm media. And so then Deej gets CJ Gibson to start sending me uh, confidential press releases, because it's like, do, wh- what are you doing here? How do you think this is going to work? Like, I'm a, I'm a directory lead, and you're not giving me confidential press releases, okay? So, you can see a pattern here. Of like, if you step out of line or you don't do something that they like, they viciously attack you and then you're out, right? It's, it's, it's par for the course. So when you see an article about their, their toxic work environment and you hear that the vast majority of the cases are still scared to give specificity to what happened to them, even anonymously, because it would identify them, and then they're fearful of retaliation, you've not rooted out the sickness. This sickness has poured over into Bungie's relationship with uh, with with uh, with content creators. It poured over into this contractual relationship with Mylan Games. It pours over into how their CMs interact publicly, both with people who disagree with them. Now you've got Dark Side Royalty Joker blocked by Destiny and by community managers. Why? Because he made a satirical mockery of their of their of their their fashion show. Like, I've almost never consumed Joker's content. I got a lot of respect for him after this weekend because of how he handled things on Twitter. I actually do. I have a lot of respect for him. And his video on the issue was exactly right. It was like, you guys don't understand the internet. He said, it doesn't matter who would have won your fashion show. Everybody would have complained and made fun of it. That's the internet. It's like, have you... Have you ever been on the internet before? You know, it's like that gif where like he's got the noose around his neck. He's like, first time? It's like, is this your first time on the internet? I know it's a little it's scary. I know it's scary, but it'll be okay. He's been on their crap list for a long time. 
listen, unless a content creator, right, comes out and specifically and specifically attacks individuals at the company or members of the community, like criticism isn't the issue. Criticism, making fun of, being satirical, like none of that's the issue, right? That sounds like something Bungie would say. I'm supporting the victim while also being a bully and silencing people that don't agree with me. I'm such a good guy. I'm protecting the community I care about and supporting the real victim here. The people you're defending are the real abusers. Yeah, you have to understand something. If you're going to come in here and try and poke that bear, you're not you're not going to get very far for a reason. We're not trying to say we're not trying to uh, silence anybody. We, we're not. We're not trying to silence anybody. I've never tried to silence a single person, not once. Yeah, that's fine. I got the other guy. I, I, I'm not trying to silence anybody. They're all free. They're all free to respond to my video and my evidence and explain themselves. They won't. Joker is basically the anti-hero of the Destiny content creators. Well, but that just shows you that's how they operate. They blacklist, they mark, and then that's it. That's it. Do you know what's funny? Something that really stood out to me in Mylan's video is there was this phrase he kept using. And it sounded so familiar to me. He kept saying the old guard. Right? There's like this known thing at Bungie that there's the... There's the old guard. And the old guard doesn't like the new guard. And the old guard's pretty mean. The old guard's mean to the new guard, right? They're unkind. They're bullies to them. They push them around. They speak down to them. And I thought, man, where where have I seen that kind of a culture before? That is just so weird. Hmm weird man feels really familiar almost as if the culture at Bungie of the old guard protecting their position bullying and being unkind and nasty to the new guard it sounds to me like that culture permeated out into the content creator culture and influenced the way that those gentlemen think about themselves and the way that those gentlemen thought about the destiny twitch directory Sounds incredibly familiar to me. Even the phrasing, even the phrasing is interesting. It's extremely interesting. Given that, given that in a mixer chat, I've got the screenshots in a mixer chat, you know, King Gathalian says, I don't like the look of the new Destiny community. I love Destiny, but I don't like the, the new look. I don't like the new faces. We need to bring back the old uniforms. It's like you guys are reading from the same Bible. It's like you're it's like you're it's like you're of the same mind. We don't like all these new people coming in here. We like the it's the old guard that matters, right? It's the new people are to be mistreated, talked down to, looked down upon, bullied. How was I treated? It's the same. It's no different. How was Mylan treated? How, according according to Mylan. How is the internal workings of the company operate? How? It's all the same. They all behave the same way. They're all drinking from the same water spigot, man. That culture, and see, nobody understood. 
Nobody understood why, you know, and, and they use buzzwords, this narcissist inserting himself into this and making about his ban from a video game. I would just love to be podium to podium with some of these people because they're intellectually so small. It would be like playing dodgeball against an infant. It's like, nope, no. And you're probably just being willfully malicious and deceptive. A former employee of my old job was paid up to $20,000 to keep silent from revealing secrets of the company. Right. Just look at who they surrounded themselves with. Bungie, the partner manager Hassan at Twitch, and their their agent Omid. Yeah. Then they all have something in common. Birds of a feather. I'm telling you, the video I put up on Twitter this morning is so important. This is not the end. This is not the end. Everybody needs to be investigated. They're all suspect now. Everybody's suspect because you were all in cahoots and all doing stuff together and having like background deals and everything was being organized and handled. You're all in on it. You're all in on it. And you all have very similar like cultural. How do you deal with misconduct? Well, hide it and protect the abuser. Bungie has a history of doing that. Rare Drop has a history of doing that. The Twitch company has a history of doing that. They should all be investigated. State of California should get involved. Like, now. If I'm the state of California, and I'm investigating Active Blizzard Activision, and I see a news report from IGN that says... In the vast majority of these cases, sources felt their stories were too specific to share in this piece without personally identifying themselves or risking retaliation at work and violate or violating their non-disparagement agreement. Boy, that smells like blood and water to me, doesn't it? State of California should be just licking that up like, hey, we should get involved here. Why? Because there's people that are afraid to say anything because they're either scared of retaliation or they they sign something that won't let them talk. If I'm the state of California, that that paragraph is juicy. It's like, oh, huh. Hmm. California, they'll help them spin it. State of California is investigating Activision Blizzard. They're not doing it for political gain. They didn't help them spin that. They want blood for misconduct. Think about it, orphan twin. It is. It's a part of that. It's a part of that. We can say it. We can say that's kind of a that's a big that's a big champion of woke culture of a more of a more left leaning culture to champion. Hey, we're going to take up for this is why Bungie's spinning it and saying that like, oh, this is about you know minorities and and women. So if California gets a whiff of like, wait a minute, there are women and minorities who have been forced into silence, they that they have a vested interest in stepping in there. That's that's the drum they're banging on. And to a certain extent, they should be banging on that drum. If I'm state of California, I'm curious why when I walk through the door at Activision, Bungie ran out the side door just saying. <laughs> it's it's got to be interesting. It's got to be pretty interesting. Come on. Come on. What's going on here? Violence about to be canceled off DCP. Just you wait. Just you wait. I got to thank some people because I was in the middle of a big long rant. 
Briar Smith with a $10 tip. Uh, use the Ion team to gaslight Mylan. Why was my title changed? There's no Ion team. Right, just corporate speak gaslighting. That's what was done to me on my same phone call. Cyber M became a member. Thank you, Cyber M. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Cody with a two spot. I smell a defamation suit. Where do you smell a defamation suit? Activision Blizzard, they're just terrible all around. It's nothing about politics. It's about basic human decency. Yeah, if you guys think that, like, the state of California is done, they're not done. Like, they're not like, well, we're happy with one company. No, they'll they'll go. They'll go further than they are right now. They will 100% go further than they are right now. They'll go after more folks. <clears throat> Deadly Dad Gaming says, this is the final piece of the puzzle for your story and why you were canceled. It was Bungie pulling the strings behind the scene all the time. There's a lot of reason to think that now. There really is. There's a lot of reason to think that. There is a pattern of behavior at that company, even language, similar language used by one of the gentlemen from Rare Drop, that if you're, if you're not part of the old guard or the old uniforms, they try to remove you. They try to get rid of you. Oh, that's right. They're in Seattle. I keep thinking of Twitch. Twitch is in San Francisco. I was thinking that Bungie was in San Francisco. Bungie's in Seattle. So Washington would have to get involved. You're right to correct me on that. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw Mylan's uh, video. Mylan's video really, really added to a story. And it, it it's a very similar story experience that I had with the company. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought, yeah, the the state of California, I hope, goes after Twitch. But yeah, they can't go after, yeah, because they operate in different states. I got my states mixed up and my cities mixed up. Because I'm thinking Seattle, San Francisco, like, it all got blurry in my head. Gritter with 10 months of membership. I agree that Bungie has some bad characters, but I do hope... uh, People agree art is separated from the artist. Usual suspects in Destiny 2 are a masterpiece. I understand what you mean, Gritter. Four months from SDMF. Thank you so much for four months of membership. <clears throat> Do you find it coincidental that most of the Destiny leads have pivoted away? Yeah, they all pivoted away after my situation. Not only my situation, a lot of them pivoted away after the Activision split, which is really, really interesting, right? It's really, really interesting. Maybe they all knew. Think about, think about it like this: like the way that gossip works. Okay, there's no way that the people and the content creators who were who were sort of in close cahoots with with Bungie, they knew about some of this stuff. They probably had heard whispers about some of this stuff, and they thought, "Oh my gosh, I need to have another game. I better have another game." You know what I mean? I thought anyone goes after Bungie like they did Activision. Part of why California went after them so hard is because Activision refused to cooperate uh, and take any reason, any any responsibility. That is true, Eugene. That is true. That it's it's likely that this has all been been very a very calculated move by Bungie to minimize damage. Right. They also pivoted after Hassan was fired and couldn't protect them. Yeah, all of a sudden, a lot of them were pretty nasty about the, the about Twitch, Aaron. That's right. They were like, yeah, it's not a great platform. You shouldn't stream over there. Yeah, probably because you're not welcome back. 
probably not welcome back on the, on the Twitch platform after their 30 day investigation we'll see how much purple does with your conference eyes on the horizon we'll, we'll see we'll see how much they want to work with you after their 30 day investigation And you think it was strange that a lot of the old universe forms have distanced themselves from the game? I sense a pattern. Yeah. Listen, listen. When everybody is 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 methodically creating like space, it's because nobody wants to get hit, right? <laughs> nobody wants to get hit. No, they all want distance. <laughs> everybody is like, oh no. There's bad things coming. We better hedge and make distance. I better say that I don't really I don't really participate or work on the conference anymore. I better say that, you know, I'm focusing on my family. I better step down, right? I better stop playing this game. I better distance myself and do other things. Why? Why? Because they knew this stuff was coming. Thank you so much, Arch Enigma. Thank you for the five spot. The pattern, Eugene, of all these people knowing their stuff underneath the surface, and they, they all distance themselves preemptively. A lot of these people, they, they were they started distancing themselves. They weren't streaming the game as much. They weren't covering the game as much. Why? Because they knew eventually there's going to be a story. There's going to be this this tell-all moment, and we have no idea how bad it's going to be. Like, and so content creators and all of that, they all started like really drifting from the game and they'd come back and they'd play it, but they wanted to drift because if something like this happens and you're a full-time Destiny streamer, you don't want to have to put up with this crap. I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, exactly, soldier. Another company that just covers up, you know, misconduct. Did they distance because they were scared or because they were getting out? It's probably both. There's probably some people that were like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to cover this game if this is going to if this is going to blow up in all of our faces." But there's probably people that are scared because I don't know, they've done similar things. They've done similar things. You think it's a coincidence that when one of the guys had a conversation with Lono a few days later, Generic tweets about stepping down. It was literally the next day, Chess Pain. He stepped down the next day. He had sent three or four months prior, had sent tweets about not really working on the conference anymore. It was all narrative armor. Around the time that he had said that, I had made it clear that there was stuff that would come out one day. It was like it was like they were dancing to my fiddle. I would say things, I would poke the hornet's nest, and then they would react. I kept poking that hornet's nest, and eventually it was like, I'm not really involved anymore. Okay. You lean that they've done similar things. I, I do too, Eugene. I do too. Because it'd be a lot easier, wouldn't it? It'd be a lot easier to be like, well, if I'm not guilty of anything, I'll just keep playing the game. I'll stay in proximity. I'll continue covering the game because when all this comes out, it's not going to affect me. I mean, I might get hate from people, but I can stay in my ground and probably get a lot of views and and be like, no, I'm going to keep covering the game. But if you're worried that you've done similar things, then yeah, you'll distance yourself. You got to ask the question. You really got to ask this question. Why, why has, why has, uh, I'm curious about this. This is me. This is my own personal curiosity. Why has Professor Broman said nothing about it? 
Why has Kevin, the CEO of Rare Drop, said nothing about this? They've done all kind of stuff with Bungie over the years. They had Bungie main stage at the last conference, and they gave out the raid belts. They had Bungie center stage in the conference, this big giant thing about Shadowkeep. They have been giant, right? Massively, giantly interwoven with Bungie. And you're not going to say a word about this? This seems very strange for you to say nothing. This doesn't make any sense. This is a company that you have worked closely with. The original name of your conference was Guardian Con. Why are you saying nothing? Gotta, you got. I'm curious. I, I think it's a. I think it's a. It's a real interesting thing. It's very strange. <laughs> what would they say? At the at bare minimum, Christina, you could do the generic retweeting of the article and saying, "Sad to hear these things. Really hope Bungie can weed out the bad actors and get the company back on course." You can say the most generic PR nonsense, but I'm telling you, there is a fear there there is a fear they don't want to touch this and there's a reason there is a reason Yeah, he's the only one that said anything, Ashen. Yeah, and he doesn't he's not a part of the organization anymore. Yeah, it was Destiny Con then Guardian Con, that's right. All the attackers do is deflect to make Lona look desperate, it's sad. I've been around a long time, been spending a lot of time working on myself and have really opened my eyes. Hindsight realizing I've been on uh, I've been on your side this whole time. Well thank you. say anything but silence is loud silence is just so incredibly loud it's incredibly loud i'm doing everything i can i'm it's super super hard i'm trying to stay up here about the bigger subject and the bigger culture and the bigger trend with their content creators and their and their community managers i'm really trying not to get down in here in the let's defend lono land i we we, we, I, i think we can stay up here let's try to stay up here there's a much bigger thing going on right now right I really want to highlight a couple of things that I highlighted at the beginning, alright? The fact that immediately in the wake of this, there were Bungie employees attempting to spin this as if it was about, you know, women and persons of color, like women and minorities, okay? It's it's not just about that, and the fact that they were trying to make it about that, I think, is just so disingenuous. Number one, you're attempting to use women and minorities as like a token, like a virtue token, so that nobody really looks at the details of this, and people will just be like, oh, good for Bungie, like, because that wins you cultural points right now. I think that should be immediately concerning to people, because you need to ask the question, why is that the talking point? Where did that come from? It came internally this was all handled they had some big meeting i had one of the employees we've we've exchanged dms we've gone back and forth they had this big meeting and it was terrible and it was awful and that meeting more than likely set the tone and set those talking points so that people then go out into the public and then make it about these poor these poor women and minorities yes but what about everybody else at the company that's had to suffer underneath this what about everybody else 
You've just invalidated anybody suffering trauma or pain at the company who doesn't fit into that little cultural token box. That should be concerning. They're already trying to spin it. They're already trying to narrow it down and minimize it and be like, we're doing this for these poor people. No, you're not. No, you're not. The other thing that should be concerning is is the paragraph I keep reading. There are people at the company right now that are scared to give any specificity to the claims. And it said the vast majority of these cases, meaning the, the, the cases that this, this, this interviewer uh, uh, amassed, most of them, the vast majority, that's like 9 out of 10, right? <laughs> the vast majority are like, I'm afraid to say anything because of retaliation and non-disparaging agreements that I've signed. So this isn't this isn't as clean and as virtuous as they would have you think. They have paid for silence and pressured people that left with money to not say anything. So to read an article that says there was HR there was an HR department protecting abusers, you're still doing the same thing. The abusers are being protected right now with what is, in essence, hush money. These two things should make you just pump the brakes and say, this isn't as simple as they want us to believe it. They do this thing on a Friday, and then, like, everybody's immediately defending them. It didn't get a chance to, like, run the news cycle Monday through Friday. They kicked it out on a Friday afternoon. Convenient. Lethal Escape, thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Welcome. Thanks for clicking the join button. Isn't that them taking care of it in silent like we wanted? Who wanted that? Why would I want that? Why would I want that? Now listen, listen. There are so many people here. On average, we're between three and 400 viewers here Monday through Friday. So I appreciate having about double that right now. That's great. A lot of you might be here because you're like, you subscribe to my old channel, SNTR Presents, which we still do uploads over there. And the only reason you're here is because of the drama and the cl- whatever. Like, that's great. I, I don't cover Destiny anymore. I know people think that like, I'm only talking about this because I need to be quote-unquote relevant. Listen, this channel is doing just fine. We don't touch Destiny over here. I, I, the only reason we're talking about this morning is because I was like, we literally won't be able to do a show. It'll, it'll cannibalize the show. If I boot up and try and talk about Halo, there's no way the audience is going to let me do that. We're going to spend all day saying, yep, I saw the article. Yep, I saw the, yep, I made some, yep, I saw the tweet. Yep, I saw the article. Yep, I saw Mylan's video. There just wasn't, there there wasn't room for us to dodge this. We weren't going to be able to like skate around it, right? Witch Queen trailer, new content stuff. I've, I've not touched any of that stuff. I don't need to, okay? I don't need to. Um, I, I will say that a lot of you stopped watching me and you probably didn't even realize that we moved the live show over here to SNTR Gaming, a much smaller channel. A lot of you probably didn't realize that we did that because I made an announcement on my main channel and because you had not watched my content in so long, you probably didn't see the announcement because when I stopped covering Destiny, 
you stopped clicking on videos. And when you stopped clicking on videos, YouTube determined there was no reason to show you my videos anymore. I don't take it personally. I'm not mad at anybody. But I would encourage you to consider maybe hanging out. We do a video game talk show like this Monday through Friday. I'm still safe for work. It's still like great video game radio for you. We had an amazing community night last week, Friday night, playing Halo Infinite custom games. I'll be covering Halo Infinite this afternoon and a big update that they're doing tomorrow. So... I would hope that you would consider supporting me again with a subscription, maybe with a paid membership, smash the like button. We don't need to talk Destiny to have a good time, all right? We we don't need to talk Destiny to have a good time. Uh, A a bag of Frickmas to Reaper. First coffee order of the day. Thank you so much, Reaper. You the best. So... I'll try to consistently say that. I, I I get it. I get it. I know a lot of you bailed. I know a lot of you bailed. I get it. I I, I, I stopped covering Destiny because I got banned. This is not about my ban. That was another thing they immediately tried to do. You should really, really, really be suspicious of people whose immediate instinct is to deceive. That's their that's their immediate instinct is to deceive you. The the, the the CM and then the then the Bungie employee, what's her name? Uh, Dirty F and Hippie. Like she replied to me, their instinct is to deceive, to make it about my ban. I was like, I'm not making this about my ban, and I'm not attacking anybody. I'm not. Why are you immediately deceiving the public about me? That, that I'm not doing that. You should really be nervous about that. Their immediate run to to token to token things. These poor women, these poor minorities. You should be very suspicious of that. Very. How to do the coffee link? Exclamation point coffee. Blue Art with four months of membership. Thank you. D Crusades with a massive tip, a $50 tip. That's ridiculous. And then Techno with a brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Welcome back, Techno. Good to have you back. Do you think they are diversifying their exec table in order to address this, trying to address the toxic culture over time rather than buy a clean slate? I, I don't have a comment on that. I don't know. Gritter with a $10 tip. I see a conflict of interest with them having a close relationship with the content creators that cover their games. It reminds me of the Golden Globes debacle. They should have had a policy against that. Well, and Creature's been good to point out how many of their content creators have ended up marrying Bungie staff. And is that is that is that common in the in the games industry? Is that common? Have you seen other content creators like doing that? It's odd. <laughs> it's odd. Yeah, I'm I'm I I don't care about the the relationships. They they could be amazing, healthy, loving relationships. I'm talking about from a bird's eye view. That's a little odd. That's a little odd. It doesn't mean there's anything amiss. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong, but that's a little odd. If another company was doing that, you know, you work at this company and this person streams your game and I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know any game that has that depth of interaction either. Yeah, it's pretty anomalous. It's pretty anomalous. And, and, and it makes me very it just makes me nervous it's like that's just kind of weird you know like you're streaming this game and a guy from the company you know starts having you know communications with you I don't know man I, that it just it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up I'm like I don't know about that I, I, re- I really really don't I, I just I don't know 
look at what happened on purple when the partner manager was 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 dating a streamer like look at what happened like, it just makes me it makes me very very nervous it's like i don't know about all this 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 seems weird anybody else streaming that game should be very leery of anybody from the company reaching out to them like that i don't know i, I don't know I will say that none of them seemed to none of them made any to be fair it didn't seem like any of them cashed in on it as a benefit of like getting information early or or like putting out videos I will say that I never smelled a whiff of impropriety with respect to that I never felt like they were using their their relationships to have an advantage in the in the in the in the streamer world you know what I mean I never felt like that was going on it just still seems just strange it also seems strange that many of the people who had a hand in what happened to me are you know yeah it just seems weird the whole thing seems the whole thing smells fishy to me oh okay thank you for this okay so according to Parsons Women or people from underrepresented communities comprise half of Bungie's board of directors and 40% of Bungie's executive team are women or people from unrepresented communities. More recent employments, uh, employees we spoke to have indicated that this more diverse shift has been apparent not just at the company's leadership levels, but throughout more departments as well. While Bungie did not uh, share older statistics for comparison, it did provide some recent numbers. 20.5% of Bungie's employees are women, and women made up 31% of Bungie's new hires in 2021, as well as 22.5% of the people at the leadership level. People who identified as members of underrepresented groups make up 18.6% of the company. Do you see how that's not the main issue? Don't you think it's interesting? Golly, they're so they're so sneaky and underhanded. They are so sneaky and underhanded. Don't you think it's interesting that those issues have been like directly addressed in in what we would probably consider to be good ways? As long as you're hiring and uh, you know people according to merit, and you're not do- just doing this for the statistics and the token. Like nobody wants to be in a leadership position to be your to be your token woman or token minority. We would hope that this has been based on merit, okay? But that's not nearly as bad as like protecting abusers and paying for silence so we're going to gloss over that and be like these poor you know women and underrepresented communities and it's like yeah but they seem to be making very good strides with respect to that so i don't understand why you're why are you making that the centerpiece gee i wonder why because you have statistics ready in hand from pete parsons to be like yeah, no, we're, we've really strived for diversity. Look at these statistics. Do you see? It's sleight of hand. They're ready and waiting. Oh, this is so sinister. So they set this narrative out in the public that it's about women and underrepresented communities. So they can all point to this and be like, look at what we've done. Look at how virtuous we are. They'll have a blog post in a month about those numbers. Talking about diversity at the company and why it's important and why they champion it. Just to hide the fact that you've that you've saved abusers from public dismemberment by paying the people off that they hurt you should really question how they're framing this coming out of a meeting 
and immediately hitting the public ground running and that's your banner headline this is about women and persons of color boy oh boy does that feel like sleight of hand to me you're wanting me to look over here classic misdirection as you're like shh 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 be quiet be quiet here's some money here's some money come on yeah I know be quiet shh shh yeah I know that guy's working at another company now and everybody clapped for him when he left yeah I know I know here's some money shh 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 we have to make everybody look over here you be quiet you shut up you were paid we need to focus on the fact that like look how great we are we're helping women and minorities it's freaking sleight of hand as a black man who works in the development side of things in the tech industry hiring uh, a person and then spitting out these sorts of stats is usually done when a fire needs to be put out right right whole thing stinks like my whole tone has changed since friday my whole tone my entire tone has changed like like if if people would have like fallen on the public in in a in a in a humble way right like the way that dmg interacted with that guy who's like well you know i'm a person of color and this is how you treated me and he just he won't own it he won't own it He can't help it. He's been trained to spin it to make himself look good. He's been trained to make the apology like you gotta spin that all the way down the line. You gotta spin that. The way way that Cosmo interacted with me. The way that Dirty F and Hippie interacted with me. It's like, you guys are spinning this. You're already spinning it. The, The ink isn't even dry on the IGN article and you guys are already out there. Vroom, vroom, just gotta spin this dude you gotta make us look good and the reason that I'm focusing on that Eugene I know you're saying well screw the CMs TBH is because they're going out with talking points and a way to frame this and handle this that comes from the top you think they just happen to go out and they're handling it in this way you think that they just happen to have that in their minds framework of like make it about women and persons of color no that's coming from the top they see women and minorities as a statistic to fill just hearing you read that felt really odd right barrier he just has those statistics well in hand yeah, we're, I was ready for this interview. We've crunched the numbers, and we have 20.5. Wh- what the frick? Why do you have that statistic ready? What? What? We're talking about misconduct. We're talking about HR protecting abusers, and you're ready with statistics about this, and then your public-facing people jump out in front of this, and they start talking about, like, oh, these poor women and persons of color. What the frick is going on here? Sleight of hand. Look how great we are. Writing those checks to keep those people quiet. Uh, Ryan with a four month. The sleight of hand in this situation is becoming way too common when these big businesses get called out. That's right. We need a whistleblower for Christmas. It's my it's mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling to me. All the dominoes are starting to fall. They're all starting to fall into place, man. Remember in V work for Vendetta where he hits that domino and it makes the big V? It's like this is it, man. 
bink, the first domino, and it's all falling in slow motion. It's like, dude, 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 it's super slow. It's super slow, but I'm telling you, this isn't the last, this isn't the last piece of this puzzle. One of those quick BS things. Quick, we effed up, hire some women and minorities to show that we're actually the good guys. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually have a philosophical belief that they should have been doing these things, Techno. I don't want to act like, I don't want to act like, oh, well, you know, this is all PR. I, I, don't, I don't think that. I think the way they're framing it is PR, Techno. Hear me out on this. Let's be, let's be careful here, and we don't just act like it's just big, some big sinister criminal organization. Like, let's be careful. All right, let's, let me, I'll take my own deep breaths here. All right. Let's cool the temperature down just a bit. We don't want to frame this in a way that acts like everything they've done is evil and horrible, okay? There is, I think, a part of the framing here that I'm taking issue with. Like, they're framing it, and they're wanting to focus over here. Like, look at what this good thing that we did. Now, there is, I think, internally a philosophy at the company that we need to be better in these areas. We need to fix these issues. That should be celebrated, sure. I'm not taking issue with that. I'm taking issue with the framing of it. It's like a highlight. It's like a highlight reel. You're pulling that Instagram highlight reel where they're like, here's this big reel of film. And this stuff over here is nasty. Let's frame down here. Yeah, this will make us look good. That's my issue. You're framing it in a way that makes you look valiant and amazing. That's not ownership of wrongs. That's not accountability. That's PR. So I do think internally, yes, they've done good things. They've attempted to fix problems. However, they're framing this in a way that is incredibly deceptive, and it's just PR sleight of hand. That's my issue. So I'm trying to separate those two things. You're, you've you, you've got these internal problems you're attempting to fix and rectify, but over here you're trying to get everybody to focus on like how good you are, which makes I think is totally a, a cause for concern. It should really call into question like, are you actually doing these things because they're right, or did you do these things because you needed to, to 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 like, you know, endure the public scrutiny? Um, somebody asked if I was answering the questions on the board. Hang on, let me let me get over to that. Let me let me let me get set for that. Huh? What is this? Oh, I'm incognito. I was like, why can't I open this? I had to go incognito for the IGN thing. I was like, because it wasn't framing right. It was like the ads were too much, so I had to like close the ads, and it would only work properly in incognito. Um, oh golly. That's not going to work. I'll just read your question. Two questions. First, can you prove the thing about the good guys discord? I was told that. Why why would that somebody make that up? That's too. (laughs) I can't prove it. No. Now, the guy that was in there might be able to prove it, but he might not be like, if you get kicked out of a discord, how can you prove that it exists? Like, and unless unless he um, unless he can find the initial invite, that would just prove that it exists. It doesn't prove the uh, um, it it wouldn't prove the uh, the fact that it took place, right? The reaction from uh, from Bungie versus you is appalling. Yeah, my head was rolling on the pavement in sixty seconds. This this article hits. People don't even read it, and they're like. Just a good job. They're so good. Everything they do is wonderful. Here's some more money. Like, 
How's the membership work? Last time I was a member of SNTR Presents back... If it's the same YouTube account, Techno, it should sync in Discord, and you should get the same roles and privileges in there. It's no different. It's identical to a membership on Presents. Now, the second part of the question, didn't you say previously that Deej was treating the community with professionalism? I said he was a better CM. I didn't I didn't talk about how he spoke to me on the phone. Also, he and I buried the hatchet. Let me be fair to Deej. I probably should have told the rest of that story because now that's a, in a part of the broadcast that won't be attached to what I'm about to say, okay? Deej and I buried the hatchet. When I interviewed him at E3, he was sweating. Like, I think he was genuinely on the stage nervous. I think he thought I was going to blast him with hard questions and be a jerk. And when I wasn't, I think he was like, okay, Lono handled that extremely professionally. I was in his hands. Like, he was in my hands in that moment. I could have been an absolute douche. And made. I could have made a viral moment. I could have. I could have done all kind of things. And I didn't. I didn't. I was just professional. And after that, he told me in a DM privately that he considered that me and Bungie pressing the reset button. And he was trying to champion me privately. Like, hey, come on, work with this guy. What in the frick are you guys doing? Like, he was trying to get them to work with me again. And I still believe that Deej's... I'm not talking about anything that may have happened privately at the company because I don't know. I don't know if Deej is one of the guys that was asked to leave. I have no idea, okay? However... His Deej's behavior as a CM on Twitter was professional in comparison to these other chuckleheads. Deej should have spoke up about the Charlie's incident. Yeah, I don't know if he knows about it. So, yeah, just to be clear, I actually thought Deej was a better CM. His public the way he handled the public was professional. Now, if he was one of the people that was asked to leave, if that ever comes to light, well, then we'll talk about it if it comes to light. But currently, I'm not in the mood to speculate. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry, but I think all these conversations on Twitter are pointless when someone can credibly claim they vomited all night to feeling selfish about... Uh, feeling good working for a company when someone had a bad experience before you that's not healthy how is this not called out somebody said they vomited all night because they felt selfish about feeling good working at the company I don't know, that, was, wow, that is odd where is this link to discord it's in the chat barrier just did it for you discord.gg slash sntr network When Bungie had their massive leak of everything, it was reported that Deej got fired because of making poor jokes and comments. There, I, there's no reason. I don't want to comment on a leak, though. I don't. If the man himself, if Deej wants to come out and 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 own what happened, or if somebody decides screw it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what happened, you know. And they send like a private or anonymous thing to the press, then I'll comment. I'm not gonna comment on a leak. I want, to, I, want, I want to just really, really stress something here. The reason I am never going to jump quickly to an assumption about somebody is because look at how effectively they spread gossip about me, and it wasn't true. Okay? So I know there's gossip about, you know, Deej and some others, and now there's this leak as well. I, I have a hard time trusting it. I do. I'm not saying it's false. I'm just like, I don't know. 
they did the same thing to me they spread gossip and then everybody thought I was the devil I'm not saying that's true of him I am extremely hesitant to buy into to buy into anything unless I see like credible proof or credible claims but some stupid leak or these rumors that I've had people whispering to me I'm like okay I take it with a grain of salt I'm like yeah maybe maybe 50-50 in me it's 50-50 chance yeah, he could be one of the protected ones. Or, or, he wanted out. He wanted out. If that kind of thing is going on, like, picture this with me, Eugene. Just picture this with me. If that kind of thing is going on and getting rooted out, and he has, let's say he's made a couple of off-color off, off jokes or something, you know, and people have kind of weaponized that against him. Think about what they did with me, right? Very, very benign claims and comments got turned into just a weaponized whisper network against me and he probably was like I'm getting the frick out of here because I know what this is you guys all want blood and scapegoats and you're going to try to turn me into one I'm getting the frick out of here or or he could be one of the villains there's a variety of possibilities here given how they handled my situation Eugene I'm super hesitant to be like well he's one of the ones that left so it was probably him I mean we've heard rumors I, I don't give those rumors a whole lot of credence given what they did to me it just, it's extremely hard for me to do that I think the article is trying to call him out without calling him out, but I digress. And again, that could be totally based on similar... There's a pattern of deception and dishonesty in the company, in the culture, in the community, at Rare Drop. Like, I don't know. Do you know what I think is interesting, Eugene? I made this observation, and, I, and I, I've not made this observation publicly. He's, uh, he's now a CM for another game. You should take a look at some of the women that are suddenly playing that game a lot and had like inside scoop about the game. It's interesting. It's interesting. That's all. Just an observation. Just an observation. It's like, he's the CM of this game and you, man, you were kind of the ringleader, weren't you? Why are you, uh, huh? 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 This is interesting. (laughs) Just interesting. Just interesting observations. What's the game? Uh, uh, Rumbleverse is the game or whatever it's called. Yeah. Just interesting. Uh, some of these connections are still alive and well, it seems. That's interesting. Very interesting. Especially at a time where we have public admission from the IGN article that people are being paid and agreeing to silence. Just interesting. You know. <laughs> just how long do you think you can keep this under the surface just how long I wonder what happened to Rare Drop working with Warframe they were consultants and then dropped <laughs> no need to uh, no need to read aloud off to work I see we got some more uh, mod support on YouTube have a great stream alright thank you Barrier the club doesn't have to be all boys Especially when one person's bought their way in. If somebody's bought their bought their way in with blackmail, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, the frickin' spiderweb, man. All it's gonna take is a little bit of light and the whole thing will burn, dude. The whole spiderweb will burn and people will be like, people will finally freaking see. Like, I've been telling you. 
I've been telling you. No need to read aloud? You said no need, not don't read it aloud. No need meaning like, oh, you don't have to read this, you know, aloud. Well, I read it aloud. Thanks for being here. What's good, Birdface? Yo, what's good, Greg? Good to see you in chat. <laughs> I know what I have to do to get Greg to come out. I got to wail on Bungie. Here he comes. Here comes Here comes Greg. <laughs> oh, man. You have to start with not out loud. Yeah, all caps. I'm a streamer who habitually reads text in front of my face. Like, my brain, my brain doesn't stop, right? You want me to pump the ba- brakes when I'm going 75 miles an hour on the highway. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, this, uh, the thing is, this old Bungie guard is not even old. Someone said it in the YouTube comments. Pretty much everyone old at old Bungie left when Microsoft and Bungie split. There were a handful left. Yeah, when they say old guard, they don't mean like the old Bungie guard. It's more like old Destiny guard, like Destiny 1. I like how one CM was straight up to you. Your case doesn't matter because you're neither a woman nor a minority. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to say to Mylan. Yeah, I watched Mylan's video. Are they going to do that to him? Are they going to invalidate his pain and suffering? Are they going to invalidate what happened to him and how he was disrespected, passively threatened, and then didn't get included with the next project? Is, is, is his situation? It doesn't matter because he's a white dude. Is that how it works? Like I said, that spin, they are invalidating the suffering and the trauma and the pain that every employee went through by acting like, well, this is about women and minorities. That's a freaking spin move. They're spinning it up to win cultural points right now. Where we are as a culture, that wins them points. Oh, well, they did these great things for women in underrepresented communities, and Pete Parsons has got statistics ready in hand to show, like, look how diverse we are now. Like, the what? Doesn't that make you go kind of like, huh? Like, why do you have that stat ready? We're talking about... Your HR department protected abusers. The vast majority of these cases, the people are still scared to talk for fear of retaliation or non-disparaging agreements that you've had them all sign, which either means you paid them to be quiet or you pressured them in a position of power to take money when they left the company, not because of misconduct. People left the company and were pressured to sign non-disparaging agreements. You're still protecting abusers, but you're ready, you know hat in hand to be like look what we pulled out of it we're helping women and minorities ta-da like they come hat in hand like please be merciful to us and kapoof look we're good It's, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous they were ready from moment one to spin this ready for moment one and the public-facing persons have not spoken out of turn. That, listen, when a CM, when the first thing the CM does when they come out is they focus on women and persons of color, and Pete Parsons has statistics ready to talk about women and underrepresented communities, that is proof that that's the vision of how to frame this. They are of the same vision and mind. 
the CEO and that CM that said that, they have the same vision framework here. Frame this and make it about women in underrepresented communities. Ignore all the rest of the crap because we, we, th- th- that's, that's too messy. One top-level company leader who had been with Bungie since Halo was described by many sources as an a-hole who would constantly disparage other, was dismissive of those who brought up the company's toxic culture, didn't bother to learn anyone's name, and whose inappropriate work wardrobe at one point included a shirt that advertised free lap rides. He also was getting incredibly drunk at company events and would clip his toenails at his desk. (laughs) I like how they include that. That's the best part of the article. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We shouldn't laugh because this article is important and it's exposed really bad things. But that is that you have to laugh in the midst of the pain. That's funny that that's in there. Notably, this person rose to the company's topmost levels before being quietly let go after years of issues. An ambiguous company email announcing his departure referenced the company's zero tolerance policy for bad actors and offered employees mental health what counseling. Yeah. <laughs> Would get incredibly drunk at company events and clipped his toenails at his desk. Gee, many freaking Christmas. <laughs> the accusation, if true, is still weak. Right, like, here's, here's the thing, here's the thing. Um, oh, a different individual who was mentioned by a number of sources had been at Bungie since Halo 3, eventually rising to a director-level role throughout the Destiny game's productions. Sources described him as excessively abusive to his team, with some noting that his team seemed to work more late nights than others. One described him as just torturing his staff, while another described multiple instances of sexist and racist remarks. Another source close to his team described numerous instances of him intimidating employees in one-on-one meetings and viciously berating his team when work didn't meet his standards. Yeah, so that's a little bit worse than the last one that we read. The last one that we read, again, that's why I'm so cautious about, like, hearing rumors. It's like, well, he made inappropriate jokes and remarks and wouldn't remember people's names, right? Does that mean he is the villain of the worst kind, right? No, he sounds like a jerk. He sounds like nobody wants to work with him. And he sounds like, well, I've been around for so long, nobody can touch me. There's a difference between a belligerent, a belligerent dum-dum and a tyrant, right? I, I think there's a difference. I'm not going to sit here and minimize what he did, but we, we, you, you have to know the way that they just framed all those descriptions of him. Look at how this community ran with, with even more benign claims than what we just read about that about him. Look at how they framed me. I was a monster. I was a predator. And then you read those claims about him and it's like, well, yeah, that probably got spun up in the company and he was, he was a tyrant and a monster and needed to go like, like getting drunk and wearing an offense an, an innuendo t-shirt. Like, really? Like, I don't see anything there. I don't see any abuse allegations. I mean, clipping toenails at his desk is pretty nasty, but like, 
being dismissive about the company's toxic culture again like was he in hr is he the person you're supposed to go to again we don't know that's what i mean like but given their culture it makes me very very like yeah well i mean he could have been turned into a monster and a villain according to their own gossip network who is that about we have no idea This is an Activision. There's no allegations of abuse. Well, no, that's not true, Eugene. No, that's not true. The instances span overt sexism, boys club culture, crunch, and HR protection of abusers. And then if you couple that with me coming down here and saying, the vast majority of the cases, the sources felt their stories were too specific to share without personally identifying themselves and risking either either retaliation or violating the non-disparagement agreement. Who do you think handled the non-disparaging agreements? The HR department. So if your HR department's protecting your abusers, we just found out how they're doing it. You don't have the details. You don't have the claims of abuse because they've basically been silenced. That's why we don't have any claims in the article of abuse. It's one little byline about how, like, well, the HR department's protecting the abusers. How they do it with non-disparaging agreements. It's psychological abuse and discrimination. We don't know that. If the vast majority, that's an incredibly important qualifier here, if the vast majority of these cases felt their stories were too specific to share, that means the vast majority of the people that she spoke with didn't give us specifics. We don't know. We don't know what's been kept quiet. I'm not saying that that automatically means there is. I'm saying we can't say there hasn't been because the silence has been purchased. Yeah, I'm not implying. Be fit To be fair, I'm not implying. But when I read HR protection of abusers... You don't typically use that word when you're talking about psychological abuse and discrimination. Track with me here, Eugene. Come on. you If you think the IGN person writing this article is trying to say things without saying things, okay? I don't know. I, I, th- that right there, that little line to me, it's like, I don't know if you would use that for psychological abuse. Maybe. Maybe. Lono's never going to be unbanned after this stream. (laughs) You think I care about that? Me bringing up... Okay, so let me explain something. So on Friday when I covered this on SNTR Presents, me bringing up my ban was part of a bigger story. There's a long narrative of Bungie's mistreatment of me from from a CM cussing me out to to me being blacklisted to be being ignored excluded to them publicly to Bungie employees publicly making false statements about me to Bungie employees publicly labeling me as a predator one of them being an incredibly high uh, position person Chris Barrett um, you know th- and then I was banned that's like a long trajectory and in classic misleading fashion that's what they make it about they're like well, this guy's just crying about his ban Man, people will people will psychologically give you a glimpse into their brain. They're like, "Oh man, we don't want anybody to know about this stuff that we did to him." So let's focus on his ban. 
I'm just saying you you've stopped giving a uh, blank about it and you seem liberated. <laughs> I said it in the Discord. I said it to my wife. I said you made a fatal mistake in banning me from your game because now I'm off the leash. You can't do anything to me now. What are you gonna do? What are you going to do to me? I, I can talk about what happened. I can talk about things that went down. I can urge people to investigate you. I can urge people to investigate Twitch and Rare Drop. Why? Well, you set me free. You set me free. If we were still over there streaming full-time on Presents and covering Destiny, you better believe I'd have been real nervous talking about this. I'd have been real nervous. Like, <laughs> We don't want to make them too mad. We're over here, you know, a pariah in the industry covering their game. We better be careful. (laughs) Right. They call your community out saying that we're uh, harassing victims and making them respond to conspiracy theories. They've involved us in this too, Lono, and it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it was funny that they said that. You know, it was really funny. It was like, that's real interesting. Cosmo, that you would say we're attacking people and making people answer to conspiracy theories. Where, where have I seen that talking point before? That's so interesting, huh? It's almost as if you guys are all in cahoots and you use the same talking points. Can't get banned twice, forehead. What's good, T Funk? Isn't it weird that you're? They're all using the same language. They're all using the same like ways of framing me and in my community it's just funny it's just funny to me it's like I guess let me ask you something you're a community manager did you make any effort to protect me or my family or my wife from attacks did you did you attempt to stop that he tells me put a stop to it okay okay did you attempt to put a stop to it when you lied to the public about me did you attempt to, to to protect me from the community completely going off the deep end? Did you? I don't think you did. I guess I get to lay that at your feet then, right? Right, Cosmo? Can I lay that at your feet? I guess I can lay that at your feet. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. All the hate, all the harassment, everything that happened to me and my wife, I get to lay that at your feet. Do you want to keep score on who's been messed with more and who's been bothered more, attacked more, lost more? Do you want to keep score? If, we're, if that's the game we're going to play, like, logically, if that's the game we're going to play, if we're going to play this game of, like, well, these people have said nasty things on Twitter, it's your fault, Lono. Yeah. Your entire Destiny community, all the content creators, all took the charge from you signal boosting and lying to the public about me. They all took that as the charge to mercilessly attack me and my family and my way of living. But that's not on you, right? That's not on you. You're so righteous, you're protected from that. Okay. I guess I'm glad we're clear on the fact that you can do no wrong. Because those are more... Those people are more scary to me than people who are like, man, I've I've messed up. I'm, I'm in therapy. I'm trying to be a better person. The people that feel they can do no wrong, the people that are drunk on their own hubris, that, they're more terrifying than, than anything that you could accuse me of. You're scary because your cult following will will do your bidding and 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 follow your charge and your lead, but you can do no wrong. That's terrifying because 
History shows us that the people that think that way, they're the tyrants, they're the abusive people, they're the awful persons. Yo, what's good, Dr. Demonic? And I've been meaning to reach out to you, T-Funk. I really, I've been meaning to reach out to you. I was wondering if you were, if you were there and saw and heard what I said at that, at that one party. Just curious. I'm not, I'm not naming names or referencing the instance. I'm not doing that. I'm just curious if you were there and did you hear what I said? Just curious. Because my memory is that I didn't say what, what they claim I said. And I was curious if you were there. Harry says, this, actually, this article actually gives good insight into Bungie's mindset into your situation. They thought their power in word would just silence you uh, like yet another non-disclosure agreement. Right. Well, it's not a non-disclosure agreement. It's a non-disparagement agreement, but right. It's another NDA. When you had Cosmo responding to you, why didn't you ask him why you were banned? I'd love to know. Depends on the time, very likely hammered. Yeah, same, bro, same. So it's fo- the, the, my memory of it's foggy, but I'm like, I don't think that's what I said. Okay, that's fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask you to, I'm not gonna like reach out privately and be like, do you know? Because yeah, you were probably just like me. We'd been throwing them back. We were having a good time. <clears throat> oh, no, I gotta apologize. I bought into all the BS early on and watching the uh, MTash video. And the more I dug, the more I found out how wrong I was. Never realized how truly messed up Bungie has become. Well, thank you. My favorite part, Lono, was when he said you put a stop to it. Is that a threat? Who's attacking who? I thought that was uh, our job. He was basically like, put a stop to it. Tell your community to stop. And it's like, homie, I've said it so many. And this is what's so funny, too, is like we said, we're like, well, he's asked people not to say it. Somebody took a screenshot of my videos and the bottom of the video literally says, don't harass or target anybody. And the one guy's like, well, he has to cover his butt. And it's like, (laughs) so I'm supposed to tell people to not do it. And I'm supposed to tell people to leave people alone. But when I do that, you're being like, oh, well, he's just got to cover his butt. So it's like, I understand. I understand now. Everything I do is wrong and everything you do is right. I go out in the public and be like, listen, please don't do this. Please don't do this. Please leave this person alone. And they'd be like, well, yeah, you're just doing that to save face. Okay. You want me, you, you want me to do that. You want me to please beg people to not do that. I've been doing that since moment one. I literally told people to, I literally named one of them individually. I was like, leave her alone, please. Just leave her alone. You guys, you guys. And I posed the question to the guy. I was like, who do you, who do you think? has a very strong reason to not listen to me. I say, please don't go and attack. They weaponize that against me. Please don't do that. Who do you think has a vested interest into going and making an account and doing it anyway? It's like, do any of you not pay attention? Virtually all the people attacking and being nasty and sending death threats, they're on accounts that are like a day old. Who do you think made those accounts? Who? You you don't think it's convenient that those accounts appear out of thin air, they go and comment specifically to a person, and then that person turns around and goes, oh my gosh, I'm being death threats. It's like, you probably made the freaking account. That's what I think. 
I think a lot of these people make the alt accounts, attack themselves, and then they claim he's sending his people after me. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, who has a vested interest in ignoring my pleas? We banned three people from our Discord. We banned three people from our Discord and this channel because they were like, yeah, I went and messed with so-and-so why they were live streaming. I was like, yeah, we asked you not to do that. Kaboom, you're out of here. I saw more than one reply from this weekend go away uh, because the account doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, the accounts are just gone. That's right. They, they crop up as a new account. They say nasty things. Then they can be like, oh, he's sending his people after me. And then the accounts disappear. I'm like, you guys are literally all playing sleight of hand deception games. Like you're just trying to trick the public. I can sit here and beg and plead with people. I'm, I'm, I'm telling my story. I just want people to know the truth. Please don't go and mess with anybody. And then these brand new accounts crop up and do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, and the one guy, he ended up in Upper Echelon's video. He ended up in Upper Echelon's video. Like Blue, Blue Ranger, whatever his name is. He ended up in Upper Echelon's video because he broke Twitter terms of service. He was brigading for me to be reported to the Outriders developers so I could be banned from the game. So he does something that's against Twitter terms of service. It's brigading, it's call to action, and it's civilly actionable. Like, I, I, like I could take civil action against somebody doing that. What's he do? He, he comes out and he says, Remember that time that, you know, Say No to Rage, his fans were sending me death threats? And I had to go private. No, you went private because you're a coward and because you broke Twitter terms of service and brigaded and then you ended up in an upper echelon video about me and everybody probably came at you with like, who the frick do you think you are? It, it's, it's amazing to me. Like, they say that I'm the narcissist. They like to say narcissist, by the way, because I've been very open about my mental health and my therapy and how I deal with being uh, self-absorbed and being a narcissist, and I'm trying to work on that in my interpersonal relationships, in my marriage, in my parenting, and even in my content, I have tried very much to, like, push my ego down, push my my, my self-absorption down, and, and not get caught up in that. So they love to use the term narcissist as a trigger word because they know it's a mental health struggle of mine because that's what sinister, disgust awful people do they find out what your mental health weakness is and they push that button that's what an abuser does right they find out what your trigger is and they try to gaslight you that's an abusive person they have the framework and the mind and the schema of an abuser okay so keep that in mind when you see people refer to me as a narcissist they're doing that as an act of mental health abuse they're trying to trigger and gaslight me because they know that's something I've privately worked on in my therapy for three years okay so call the spade the spade like when they're doing that and calling me that they're being mentally abusive because that's what they that's what they are they're abusive people so he says this and I'm like this is the righteousness and the hubris that's blinded you like you forget you forget yourself you broke twitter terms of service brigaded for me to be reported and banned from outriders and then you went private because upper echelon got a snapshot of it and he put it in his video about me 
but but it's my fault. It's my fault that you did that. It's my fault that you went out of your way to attack me, attack my business. I'm trying to rebuild. I'm minding my own business. I'm not messing with you. I'm not doing anything. I'm just streaming on YouTube. Right? Like the Planet Destiny chick that was like, hey, go report him. He's streaming on YouTube now. It's like, I've been over here for months, honey. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> here's your CND. Shut your mouth. Like, you can't break terms of service and brigade against a person. And then if, if people are nasty to you, be like, I'm the victim. Like, what? Now... I guarantee you there were no death threats. Nobody from my community would do that. Nobody. I asked a guy on in the comment section on my other channel, send me the screenshots then. If these people did this and they said these things to you, well, send me the screenshots and I'll deal with it. I'll talk to that person. I'll put them on their last warning. Like, look, if you ever do this again, I gotta, you got to exit. You got to exit the community. You can't be out here, you know, getting in arguments with people and saying horrible, nasty things on my account. Like, you can't do that. I don't want you doing that. I guarantee you there were no actual death threats. Even if they were, they were probably conveniently brand new accounts that are just trying to troll up the muck and the mire and the mud and the water. They wanted you banned from Outriders? Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to like mention his Twitter handle. He was a guy that I ran with way back in the day. <laughs> he's, he's hated me passionately for a very long time because he has this weird twisted sense that like, his, his streaming career didn't go anywhere because the leader of a stream team that we were all a part of, the leader of the stream team was having all sorts of health complications because he has a, 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 like a disease that will eventually kill him, basically. He has a disease that will eventually take his life. And he was like, all these complications with my health, I can't stream, I can't be in a positive light. No, I'm not banned from Outriders. I can't be in a positive light. I, I need to take a break from streaming and I, and I want to disband the stream team because I don't think it's fair and I, and I don't want that stream team still running if I'm not streaming. He was well within his right to disband the stream team. And this guy was furious. He was so angry and so disgustingly selfish about it because he, was, he thought this was going like to hurt his career or whatever. I'm like, stream teams don't do anything for your career. Being talented and good at streaming is, is how you build a career. That's why you're not doing it anymore. And even after being canceled, I still am right. Like you didn't have what it takes. Okay. And so he always blamed it on that moment. And I finally got kind of nasty with him about it. I was like, we had like a falling out over it. And he would make really dumb hot takes on Twitter among, and I would see all kinds of dumb hot takes on Twitter. And I would sometimes include those in my rants on, on destiny. And he got very angry about that. I was like, I didn't, I didn't list you by name. I was, I see hot takes all the time. Do you not, it's like, do you not pay attention to the Destiny community? It's full of really dumb hot takes. It's like, go, go to Reddit. (laughs) Go to Reddit. If everyone took Dave Chappelle's approach to these uh, people, then cancel culture would no longer exist. People have to learn to take their lies back. So good for you, brother. Thank you, James. Yeah, Aaron. They were always very sensitive about me talking about viewbotting because of the history. I don't know, Jaggy. I don't think so. I don't think turning down the stream team invite did that.
Bungie and Activision have a 30-year history rooted in frat bro culture since their formation. They have public history in that culture, and abuse suffered is likely correlated to the culture historically. Right, that's the other thing people forget, is that, like, this is all super convenient timing. This is all super convenient timing. It's like, so you break with Activision, Activision Blizzard's being investigated, and we're supposed to believe that, like, your stuff's not as bad as them simply because you tell us. Okay. okay, I guess we'll take your word for it then. I remember uh, when this guy tried to cancel this guy for cheating, but he wasn't, and Wish called him out. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because nobody checks anything. Nobody checks anything. That You have to see, like, we weren't supposed to get focused on me today, so let's zoom back out. Let's try to get up out of this. I, I don't like getting stuck down in the, in the, in the muck and the mire, all the crap that happened with me. If you zoom out on this and you look at the overarching theme of the streamers, right? Of the streamers that come in and the the idea that like if if you're gonna if you're gonna cross a line or you're the new and we're the old guard, then like you're marked. You like my Christmas tree? Thank you. You're marked. And so the, the, the idea that, like, if you really analyze how there, this has been a thing for a long time in the Destiny streaming culture, okay? So let's ignore me for a second and how I was treated. Sort of ostracized, sort of privately blacklisted. I was bullied, treated poorly, right? I was the runt of the litter. Then watch, like, Mylan's video about how he was treated. He was treated as, like, you know, there's no I in team and, you know, basically... If he didn't, if he didn't fall in line, he wouldn't be worked with again. Well, he wasn't worked with again, right? You, they basically go in and try to like undercut him and undermine him and bully him into submission. And then when he doesn't take it, they don't work with him anymore. It's very, very similar how I was treated. Now zoom out even more. Look at the general consensus and the vibe and the feel that people always felt in that directory. They very much felt like there was lots of nepotism, lots of favors, and lots of like works in the background and if you weren't on the in crowd you were thrown out I had people warn me privately be careful Lono be careful Lono once they're done with you you're out they'll throw you out on your butt and it all came true right so that is all rolling downhill from the culture at the company look at how Astacross was treated when they tried to get him for breaking NDA right that's their instinct attack attack and get rid of attack and get rid of like this idea that like you're not a part of the in crowd we got to get we got to find a way to get rid of you Our, their instinct is to get rid of you like you wouldn't treat your friend that way right you wouldn't t- treat like a mutual colleague that way you wouldn't do that you'd be like well hang on a minute are we sure you know are we sure i think we need to comb through all your vids and make a compilation for all the times that you've told people to not go to these people and harass them and show it yeah they don't care Were they hanging with this guy and had his number? I don't know, Aaron. I didn't see the After Effects for Cross. Well, it was very clear. Do you think he felt welcomed and loved and a part of the community after that happened? I don't think so. Cross didn't break NDA. They falsely accused him of breaking NDA. You didn't play the game and let this guy take over the directory, so you got attacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I, I, I 100%, I had this epiphany this morning, Aaron. I was like, this is why, like, don't you, don't you think it's funny that when the investigators, the people publicly investigating this, they all of a sudden realize they're like, this actually came down from Bungie. And I was like, what, what makes you think that? And they said the, the more they looked at it and the more they analyzed everything that happened and the phrases that were used, they were like, no, this came down from Bungie. And when I saw this article and then I, I watched Mylan's video, I'm like, yeah, probably. Yeah, they wanted me out. You know, when one of the leaders that tried to take me down literally said in a mixer chat that they, we want to bring back the old uniforms and Mylan's like, yeah, a common phrase used at the company is the old guard the old guard and the old uniforms just so weird to use such similar phrasing it's a betrayal it's a betrayal of the fact that that's how they all thought they can sit here and act like well I've not played the game and I didn't benefit financially from this I walked away from the destiny community well then why on earth if you didn't care about those things why on earth are you talking in a mixer chat saying we need to bring back the old uniforms it doesn't make any sense. If you don't care about it, then why did you say it? I think it's very telling that many of them walked away over the last few years as Bungie's been cleaning house. Yep. Very telling. Cross's benefit he's not involved with the group. Sure. thought the destiny was their piggy bank yeah they took it personal it was a personal offense did you see all their tweets during look, look at look at this just for a second this is just so important all right we're still zoomed out we're still zoomed out remember during corridors of time how all of the rare drop guys tweeted about how they didn't like the look of the new destiny community then watch Mylan's video and, and hear him talk about how the old guard was super protective of Destiny 1 and the Grimoire and all of that. It's the same philosophy. It's the same boys club culture of toxicity that if you're not a part of this, then you're, you're not as good. You're bad. Like, it's the same philosophy. Their philosophy permeated into the content creator leaders because they were all they were all in cahoots together. They all did all kinds of stuff. Like Eugene said, like mutual destruction is guaranteed here. If any of this stuff starts to come out, if the real stories start to come out, everybody falls. That's why they're all distancing themselves. It's why you know, high up guys at Rare Drop aren't talking about this. They will not talk about this situation with Bungie everybody's distancing everybody's doing that now just a heads up also a couple players I work with were approached by gaming companies to partner with and they declined due to their approach with their own community and negative culture I said that I said that in the discord I said guys don't give them what they want the way that these Bungie CMs are responding to them the public is looking in on this they are they are going to fall victim they're going to fall victim of their own micro-fame. These CMs think that they're they're so insulated and protected because they could fart into a microphone and tweet it out and everybody would praise them for it and everyone would hit the like button and the retweet button. They are, they are, they're going to become victims of their own micro-fame because they literally think all that matters is the mob cheering for them. 
the rest of the world is watching and the rest of the world hasn't drunk your tea or your Kool-Aid. They're not in this crowd that thinks that you fart gold. They don't think that. So they're looking with zero bias and thinking, man, these CMs are very, very unprofessional. Turning and attacking content creators, choosing sides, pitting people against each other, not truly owning up to wrongs, not truly having a posture of accountability. The rest of the world's watching, and you all look like fools. You're falling victim of your own micro-fame. You think that all that matters is, well, the Destiny community will cheer for me no matter what I do. That's the beginning of the end. Who's farting gold and how can I get the upgrade? They're gonna, they're gonna, they're literally gonna just put a put a microfame noose around their own neck. It's like the the rest of the world is watching, and they don't. They, who's looking at that and thinking, that's the kind of community manager I want. That's what I want. I want somebody who's gonna act like that in the public when when something this serious hits. Yeah, that's who I want having my companies back in a firefight. No. <laughs> They all look unstable and unprofessional and immature. If you don't if 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 you ever leave Bungie, I have a I have a feeling you will never be paid what you were paid there. You'll end up working for some small much smaller company for a much smaller salary cuz nobody of a decent size is going to want anything to do with you. The public is watching. People are like no one's ever going to work with you ever again. Do you think I care? Does it sound like I care? Some guy was like, this just doesn't look good. Have I ever given a whiff or a hint that I care about the optics? Don't you think that'd be the posture of a guilty person to be angling and making sure the optics are good and making sure the PR is good? I'm just out here screaming the truth. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what people think about me. You should be worried about the people that are more worried about the optics and the PR than someone like me that's screaming in the street. Help me. Like, believe me. Right? You should be way more worried about the people that are so concerned about the optics and the PR. Why? Because they're trying to sway you and trick you. It's all this, like this, it's all this, fog it's all fake I don't care about the optics you don't care about the optics when you're telling the truth I'm not worried about it no one's gonna work with you ever again you think I give a single frick about that I care about the truth I don't care what you think of me I don't care if you're game developer CM or sponsor never touches me with a 10 foot pole I don't care about that why would I I've lost more than most of these people criticizing me will ever see. I just, it's so much. You think I care about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That other content creator tweeted me about Star Citizen. You think I care about the optics. You should be concerned about who's more focused on the optics and the PR. Because it's Bungie drumming this up to make it look like they're helping these poor token women and minorities like look how good we are uh huh while you buy the silence of victims of abuse Mm mhm okay 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 falling victims of their micro fame dude 
They're falling victim to their micro-fame. Because that's the thing, is they know... They know they can tweet a cheap shot. They know they can tweet a false summary. And then the audience is going to roar and cheer. They know that. That's the pattern. That's the pattern. This guy. Here's the guy from Midnight Mass. (laughs) Optics aren't going to fix the problem. Actions... And persistence are the only way uh, things will do that. Right. I knew it was a facade all along. Yo, what's good, Ginger? Yeah, I mean, the, the more I looked at the hate and the and the vile, like, putrid, just nasty puke that, that people sprayed in my face, this one guy was like, You'll never get back in this community. What on earth gave you the impression I would ever want to do that? You remember that time in Indiana Jones where like he climbs out of that pit of snakes? It's like one of the snakes being like, you can never come back down here again. Why in the ever-loving blue frick would I ever come back down into your pit of snakes? I got out. You think I want back in? <laughs> what? Yo, JB, thank you for the membership renewal. Another fun news, I got a fiancé, however you spell it. Yo! I'm happy for you, T-Funk. I, I, I always, I always really, I genuinely always liked you, T-Funk. We got along, I, I always thought you were super good looking. I was like, man, somebody's gotta scoop this homie up. Somebody's gotta scoop this homie up. He's funny, you know, he's, he's charming. So good for you, man. Five spot from UK Stobbs. If I farted gold, I'd pay for your legal fees. Take them all down. Any forum fun, any bungee forum post on it got locked and removed within seconds, which means they already have an auto hammer set up. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> Demin says, I'm still in awe you found someone to put up with you. <laughs> it was a lot of coercing. What, T-Fung? Because of the implication? <laughs> We're happy for you. I could only make that joke to T-Fung. Seriously, seriously. We're happy for you. It's so it's so hard. We're we're you know we're two and a half hours in, and I I didn't want to make this about me, but it's so hard. How do you not make it about you when like their toxic culture spilled out into the public and hurt me? It hurt an entire community that used to hang out on purple. Like I want you to think about that for a second. Like all the people that used to hang out with us on the on purple platform, right? One hundred eighty thousand followers, like six thousand paying subs at the end of everything. They expect you, because this is this is this is the wretchedness and the cult-like element that they operate under. They expected you to just go along with their public execution, and if you refused to, if you were like, "Well, can we see evidence? Well, can he get a fair hearing? What? what can, wait, can this be investigated? Wait, wait, wait. Can we? Can we? No. You either go along with their absolute narrative of he's worthy of destruction." And in the process, you lose your entire community. You either go along with that, or what do they refer to you as? 
you're a conspiracy theorist you're a cult member you're a this you're a that that flows down from the top that's Bungie's marching orders that's the tone their community managers set that's the tone they set as a company they attacked you they didn't just attack me they attacked an entire community. Yeah, they're going after Hush, right? And the one girl that's like trying to land base Hush, one of the one of the Bungie community managers liked her tweet. How how unprofessional can you be? Here we are yet again, and you have somebody going on a cancel brigade tweet tirade, and you're like, yeah, let me like that tweet. You're you're in the midst of a public firefight PR thing and you're like trolling the internet for cancel tweets as a bungee community manager it all comes down from the top make no mistake they attacked you they turned on their community and basically said you either go along with this or you will be labeled you will be mercilessly attacked and left in the dust you, you you think that you think that's not scary like you're just a, like a person that likes to watch streams and you hang out on Twitter and you see all this happening and you see anybody questioning it attacked and labeled and and browbeat that's scary you're like my gosh this is kind of violent it's like what, why are you guys acting like this they're basically saying adopt to what we think or you'll be cast out community team seems like they have no performance reporting I, I don't know <laughs> yeah they went after him because he didn't have a problem with me yeah yeah she claimed that like hush targeted another another person and said go after them that I, I highly doubt that ever happened I highly doubt that ever happened it's scary for content creators too, says Ginger, in regards to being labeled. Right, right. We've been talking about that today, Ginger. Like, go watch Mylan's video. Bungie's toxic culture of labeling, blacklisting, and attacking, that's their. That's how they operate. That's how they operate internally. It's how they operate in the public. And, and the fact that when this breaks, they immediately come out in the public, and what do they do? They spin it, and they attack me, because I'm basically like... Your toxic culture poured into the public last year in June to the point that one of your CMs, two of your CMs publicly lied about me and some of your employees labeled me a predator. That's not related. Because you're not a woman or a minority. Wait, I'm sorry. Your, Your company has been so toxic and awful that you literally had to pay people to be quiet internally or pay people that left to agree to be quiet. And... Your, your CMs are already out here spinning it and making it about this and spinning it and, and, and making it to be like, well, nobody else was affected by this. I was affected by this. The 180,000 people that followed my, my Twitch account were affected by this. The people that subbed to me and paid money and hung out in my Discord every day, they were affected by this. You attacked your own. You turned on your own. You didn't do anything right. You didn't you didn't handle it in, a, in an official or, or professional capacity. I said it on Friday. If Bungie wants to be afforded the opportunity to change and have community, you know, trust and goodwill, I was never afforded that opportunity. Nobody reached out to me to be like, hey, we got like we got some claims against you. Like, what's going on here? I was never afforded that opportunity. Just claims were just believed. 
claims that that lack credibility that were never vetted. So it's like you you don't deserve you don't deserve this. Like you shout from the stands off with his head and you signal boost and amplify my public destruction while this is going on at your company, while you're paying people hush money to not talk about abuse at your company. It, it just the hypocrisy is boundless. <laughs> What's good, Domo? Yeah, hush money. Well, and we're not getting very many subs today, so either a bunch of you are returning or you have no interest in supporting the channel, which I get that. If you haven't hit sub yet and you like video game talk shows, we have a second talk show scheduled for today. Um, it's going to be about... Uh, um. It's going to be about the Halo Infinite modes update. We cover, we don't cover Destiny here anymore, and I know that's why a lot of you don't see my content anymore, and you don't tune in anymore, and I get it. I 100% get it. That is the the fountain that you drink from, and I'm not doing that anymore, and I, that's fine. I get it. You know, please don't sub to the channel if you're never going to watch, you know, that's, that's not helpful. If you're going to sub, and you're going to come back and support and enjoy the content we would love to have you. We have a great time here. We we don't even really talk about this. I've been doing my Say No to Rage story over on SNTR Presents. SNTR Gaming is like 90% pure of this. Every once in a while at the tail end of a stream, we'll get on it for like the last 20 minutes or so. But the last month or more, we've just been heavily just hammering away at new world coverage, variety game coverage, from software game coverage, um... You know, we've we've been we've been doing our best to provide a you know just a great show Monday through Friday. It's the talk show, essentially that you knew and you loved in the past. It's just not about Destiny anymore. It's a very similar vibe. We've been having a good time. Uh, Q and A back and forth. It's you know video game radio, all those things. Um, we 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 don't need Destiny to to have a community. We don't need Destiny to have these great conversations. And I don't want to wallow in this for long, but I, I will say this. This is certainly not the end. This feels more like a beginning, to be quite honest. People are like, well, he's just trying to scrape back together relevancy. No, I am not. This channel's doing fine. All my channels are doing fine. The coffee's doing fine. We certainly are digging out of a financial hole, sure, but we are not, we are not scrounging for relevancy. Um, most of the people saying that don't even realize I have multiple channels because um, their brains are as big as the world that they view. Like, they, they just live on Twitter, and they think, well, he's not been saying anything for a really long time, and this is just his attempt to come back. Yeah, keep thinking that, so we don't have to live with your filth coming into my chat. Um, so, we we have a great time. So, I won't be circling back to this or covering this in any sort of a substantive way unless something major breaks. If something major breaks, you know... Sure, uh, sure, um, but, but, uh, thank you, Ginger, for four months. I appreciate that very, very much. Um, Halo Infinite modes added here. Also, challenges getting tuned. Oh, the modes getting added. Hang on. Uh, list the modes. Give me one second. I gotta run upstairs super quick.
Sorry, I, we've had relatives in town, and it sounded like they were getting ready to take off for the day. And the one, uh, he's not, he's not going to be here. Uh, like one, one's flying back early before the rest. I was like, "Oh, are you guys leaving?" Um, I was like, "Oh no, I think they're leaving," and they are. My wife was bringing down my lunch. Canceled Lono is still doing better than the liars. I know that it grinds their gears. The Bungie article also proves that the truth will come out. Yeah. It's why all of them have been so quick. It's why all of them have been so quick to immediately, like, think about that from a psychological perspective, right? Like, they're worried, so what are they doing? They're already hedging and trying to, like, mislead the public about me. Right? Cult member payment <laughs> to the uncanceled Lono. Thank you for the 50 spot. Like, just think about that for a second, right? The way that they've tried to mislead the public and reframe this almost instantly to be about, like, women and minorities. And it's like, well, no, it's much bigger than that. Your company has had a toxic culture for a very, very long time. And anybody who suffered under that deserves to have their pain affirmed even if they're not a woman or or a minority right so they're immediately getting out there and trying to minimize what the damage and what it looks like by misleading people well they're doing the same thing about me they all immediately run to the public to basically be like no we have to continue to mislead the public about lono because we we because again they're scared about the truth coming out they're scared of people looking at this and being like The article clearly states that there are people still at the company that are scared to say anything for fear of retaliation and because you had them sign non-disparaging agreements. There are people that left the company who who felt pressured to sign non-disparaging agreements. And it said the vast majority of the cases at the company feel this way. It basically... The vast majority of the people at the company or that left feel like they can't really give specifics into what happened. They don't want you to see that. They want you to see, oh... Look at our percentages of like women in underrepresented communities. It's the same thing with me. It's like they know even the most slightly critical eye that looks at the claims against me is going to say there's this isn't this doesn't make any sense. There was wrongdoing here. No, 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 no. He is a narcissist. His p- people that follow him are cult members that attack people and believe in conspiracy theories. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's a big smoke and mirrors like sleight of hand game. Like I, I like I have been since moment 1 pleading for an official investigation. I said this on Twitter. I said when one side's calling for that, please, can we have transparency? Can we have an official investigation? And the other side just uses nasty labels like narcissist and predator, and they they demonize and they try to silence me. Yeah, don't listen to him. Get him out of here. That's the playbook of the guilty. The playbook of the guilty is to silence the person and label them. They do this in these corporate settings. They silence you. What's the one article talk about? The one guy's like, nah, he doesn't, he doesn't take the, th- the charges seriously. Or they'll, they'll label you as a troublemaker. 
They'll label you as a troublemaker and kind of shove you to the side. Why? Because that's the playbook of the guilty. They don't want their misdeeds to be seen, so they label and they silence. I've not tried to label and silence anybody. I've been like, can we have like an official an official investigation? I would like there to be an official process here. Not not a couple of Twitter claims. Like, let's have an actual investi- investigation. And what do they do? They do the same thing that the corporate playbook dictates. The corporate playbook of the guilty is you label and you get them to be quiet. It's, it's as simple as that. Guilty persons don't plead for investigations and discovery process. Guilty people don't do that. Victims do that. Like the victims at these companies that beg and plead for investigations and for things to be looked into, it's because they're victims. And the playbook of the guilty is to label and silence. Is this in the wake of what's going on with Dr. D? I don't think it's anything to do with him. No. For those of you that don't know, there was an article from IGN about Bungie's toxic work work culture. We've been discussing it for about two and a half hours. And my contention has been that they are trying to spin it and mislead the public about how bad it was and how much they've gotten, you know, tried to hush it all up. Sorry if I missed this. I've been in and out. How are you doing? I feel good. I got fired up once in this video because I had people telling me I should be concerned about the optics. I was like, when someone's telling the truth, they don't care about the optics. They just scream it. They just want people to listen to it. They don't care about the optics. I want you to think about that as well. Like, Bungie corporate attorneys consulted with at least one of these women on, on accusing me publicly. Don't you think that's interesting? Don't you think that's interesting how they handled this from an optics perspective? They all came out at the same time. They had all the men helping them. They blocked me. They they were they were working out of the Bungie playbook. Like, how is that not obvious to you that Bungie helped them craft this up? Like, they were working from the Bungie playbook. Block, ostracize, push him to the push him to the edge. So for two years, that's what they do. They push me to the edge. I'm not included. They don't. I don't get invited to podcasts. Everybody's got me on their blacklist. What do they do? They use the Whisper Network to spread the rumors. And to, that's what the boys club culture does, right? You spread rumors and you label someone and it pushes them to the edge, okay? That didn't work. So what'd they do? Well, Bungie corporate attorneys apparently consulted them and was like, here's what you need to do. 
You all come out at the same time. Do it on a Friday evening. Gee, isn't it funny how the IGN article hit on a Friday? So funny how that's like their favorite day to do this. It's almost like they know you'll minimize the damage if you do it on a Friday for us because no one will report on it. No one will be able to look into it. No one will be able to really respond. What do they do with, 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 with me? They do it on a Friday. Why? We'll maximize the damage. He won't be able to respond. It'll be the weekend. Block him before you do it so that way he can't see what's going on. Do it all at the same time. Like they're pulling from the Bungie playbook. This is how you get, this is how you cast someone out methodically. That's everyone's favorite's, favorite's day. That's everyone's favorite day to drop a bomb. Right. Lemon Drop, thank you so much for moving your membership over here. I appreciate that. What's IGN's motivation to do it on a Friday? Limit the response from Bungie. I look at the entire thing with a raised eyebrow, Zubair. Because IGN will likely continue to get good treatment from Bungie. And it's just conveniently written by a woman as well. I think that's all a part of the plan. That's all a part of the damage mitigation. Because IGN will be able to continue to cover Destiny and people will be like, well, IGN covered it and they didn't get blacklisted. Like, none of the content creators, none of the news outlets are covering it. Almost nobody. Not that I've seen. I'd be very interested to see if any of the other news outlets cover this. Because the content creators aren't. Yo, Bleep, thank you so much for doing a membership over here. Hit, hitting that join button. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. To me, it seems extremely convenient to pick a media darling that is always really nice to you and always gets first looks and always puts your stuff out there in a really, really nice light and they have fire team chat. It's real interesting to give the story to them. I don't know. It just seems all very convenient. Like if IGN continues to get good treatment from Bungie and nobody else will cover it with a 10-foot pole, it's probably because IGN very much like agreed to couch this in certain ways. Yeah, it was Friday morning. I guess it wasn't evening. Their, well, their videos would be what I would look at near. I would look at the IGN Destiny videos and see how they fare when they get early, stuff early. I'll take the CM bait and subscribe to a conspiracy. Maybe it was co-written with Bungie. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather only talk about what's real and what's true. And if I compare what I see in that article with how I was publicly executed, and one of the women even said that they, they consulted with Bungie corporate attorneys, it's like, well, Bungie consulted you guys on how to do this. Oh, fire team! Oh, fire team chat ended. The end of the show. Oh, well, not missing a lot there, other than a guy misreading their blog posts half the time and getting angry about stuff he doesn't understand. 
So is this whole reform commitment assertive that they want to see? Is it a farce? I think it's a mix of both. I think it's a mix of both. I think they did some of this because they had to. Like, internally, these sorts of things happen, and it's like, we need to address this, we need to fix this. Like, this is wrong, we don't agree with this, right? But I also think much of this has been framed and done in a way to mislead the public about the truth. Like, they want people to see them as the heroes. Zubair says, if I'm a corporate attorney getting way out of my lane, the first thing I say is, we did not have this conversation. Please don't say this on a live stream. Yeah, like if if Pete Parsons says new information is going to lead to investigations with integrity, then he should investigate with integrity why one of the women who accused me said that they spoke with Bungie corporate attorneys. You're the CEO. Is That should be very interesting to you. You don't think that's like massive conflict of interest? Somebody streaming Destiny got to, got to consult with Bungie corporate attorneys? And she got to consult with them about, about publicly trying to take out the competition? That, that is, that's pretty massive. That's a pretty massive conflict of interest. Don't you think that should be investigated? I feel like that should be investigated. Imagine somebody streaming League of Legends and being like, yeah, I can. I got to consult with the Riot corporate attorneys before I publicly outed this other League of Legends streamer, and now they're gone. People be like, whoa, wait, huh? Why would you be consulting with Riot's... Why would you be doing that? Everybody would throw a flag on the play. They'd be like, wait a minute. That's, that's that's what she said. She admitted it. She admitted it in a video that, that she spoke with Bungie corporate attorneys about the situation with me. Why are why would that be happening? That's a massive conflict of interest. <laughs> you that that 100% should be investigated. What are you talking about? Imagine attacking viewers, turning away new potential viewers. Who did I attack? I've been sitting here eating an apple and having a a, a, a hot conversation, but I'm not attacking anybody. What are you talking about? Imagine that happening in the business world. There'd be huge fines. Attacking that food like I'm about to do. (laughs) That's the thing. That's the question I have for people. I guarantee you there's people in the audience right now that hate me and think I'm full of lies. Like, you're not even the least bit curious about that. 
If I'm so awful and horrible, why, why wasn't it just a matter of like people coming out and saying things? Why did they have to all plan it and coordinate it? Why, why did it take... Why did they need to consult with Bungie corporate attorneys? Why did Bungie CMs have to throw in on it? Like, why would you need to do that? Did anybody else that got outed during that movement have literally an entire community and company hurled at them like Thanos dropping a planet on Iron Man? Did anybody else have that degree of coordination? No, they didn't. That doesn't that doesn't make you curious? How does that not make you curious? It's incredibly odd. Who was in a position to orchestrate something at this level? Who? Who could have who could have come up with such an effective playbook? My friend told me about this guy. I'm confused. Destiny is bad. Anyone who likes it's bad. Homie, there is a room in my Discord where people talk about Destiny and play Destiny together. I have people who are paying members who still play Destiny. I have mods that still play Destiny. You've been misled. Another great example of someone who has been told something about me that isn't true. Like, the Destiny community can't talk about me without speaking a lie. Oh, it was a moon, not a planet. Oh my gosh. I'm here every day. I play every day. Yeah, I don't. You you've been told something that isn't true. We don't. We do not run Destiny players out. I literally told people this morning: you can still play and support the game. Don't magnify the damage. There's still people working on this game that are good people. Don't magnify the damage of a few bad actors. You were treated worse than BSK, even though the allegations against BSK with proof were much, much worse. Some of them still play Destiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That doesn't make anybody curious? Like, nobody's curious about that. Like, if you really zoom out on it, why were you... Why did they try so hard to convince you I was a monster? Like, it doesn't... There were men who committed crimes, and they still get to play the game. There were there were dudes in a, ser- in a Discord server that were doing stuff with illicit pictures of people. Nothing happened to them. Nothing happened to them. Yeah. Those dudes are guilty of federal crimes. They're still kicking. I thought Lono was fine, and then he claimed Thanos dropped a planet. (laughs) Yikes. Why is anyone covering the article? Because they can't cross Bungie. Yeah, like, exactly, Baker. Like, you know, MTash admits to soliciting, you know, nudes, and he's totally fine. Why? Well, because it's the same way Bungie's treating themselves. They can do no wrong. Even when they're caught in a wrong, they're... (laughs) Even when caught in a wrong, they're righteous for owning up to it. To be so insulated by your own hubris and self-righteousness to think that, like, 
not only can you do no wrong, but when you're caught in a wrong, you want people to laud you with praise for your virtue of doing the right thing. It's even your wrongdoing is an opportunity to look righteous. Upper echelon quartering and young at least should be covering this. We'll see if they do. It landed on a Friday. I don't know what those guys' upload schedules are like. Upper's going to cover it 100%. Come on. Upper will cover it. He doesn't care. Doubt Jeremy cares? Yeah. He probably doesn't want to... <laughs> I mean, look, look at how they look at how the community has acted. <laughs> Would you want to cover it? <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Would you want to cover it? Look at look at how the Destiny community has acted. Look at how they're Look how their CMs have acted. (laughs) You're just going to get chastised. So we can't watch this channel if we play Destiny. I'm so lost. You might want to unmute the, the video. I responded to you and I said, I have mods that still play the game. Members of the community that still play the game. I have a room in my Discord where people talk and still play the game. I encourage people this morning to continue playing. You don't have to boycott the game. You don't have to maximize the damage of the, to the company and the hardworking employees that are there. You're not listening if that's confusing. Guilty people also ask for a fair investigation as well. No, they usually duck and cover and hide. That's not true. Usually, a guilty person will do everything they can to avoid an investigation.
don't know if you saw my message earlier, but even for my interview at Bungie, they had me sign an NDA. Oh, I'm sure they did. That's actually normal. Don't. I think people might be getting confused. Did I thank Brian Cano for becoming a member? Brian, did I thank you for becoming a member 14 minutes ago? I hope I did. It was right on the heels of Bleep becoming a member. Are you still here? I feel bad if I didn't call that out. Um, we don't get a lot of members here. Like we have a lot of repeat members, but new members are 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 like not frequent enough. Sometimes I feel like I don't say anything. Um. So. I am not against NDAs. Like, non-disclosure agreements are fine. Non-disparaging agreements are different. Non-disparaging agreements is just a fancy legal term for be quiet and we'll, we'll make you comfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it would be like the mafia coming to you and being like, well, it'd be really good for you you don't talk to the press. You don't talk to the press. You know, five-gallon drum of money might end up in your warehouse. That's all I'm saying. Eh. It's no different. It's no different. Oh, you're gonna uh, you're gonna leave? Okay. You were, you were one of the people with allegations of abuse here at the company, and, uh, you know, it'd be really good for you if you were to sign this non-disparaging agreement, make your severance a little bit healthier, you know, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be good for you. It'd be good for you to sign this agreement. What's going to happen anyway? If you go public, it's messy. These things just get so messy and we have we have deep pockets and a lot of lawyers and you know the person that you might talk about is also very wealthy so these things just get very messy the average you know litigation of claims like this tend to go on for years you know be a little be a little bit better for you if you were to sign this non-disparaging agreement See, this is what's going on. Joseph post post Joe. You're on a new account. I know that you're on a new account. You came in here with a predetermined narrative that we're going to run you out if you don't agree with us. And you've just been continuing to bait the chat and falsely summarize me and falsely summarize the chat. You know what's funny is I can smell the bungee on you. You smell like bungee. Go see if you can work for them since they like to mislead the public. So, I mean, you, you fit in really well there, coming in here and creating an air of confusion and deception so that you can see, like, yeah, see that community over there? They're awfully mean because you're just baiting people. You want people to be mean to you. And since no one's been mean to you, you'll just falsely summarize it and say that you've been belittled. I bet you if you put your interaction with me on your on your resume, you'll get fast-tracked to get hired at Bungie.
Yo, Solid Snake coming in with a membership. Thanks so much for hitting the join button. You're the best. They all play by the same playbook. They all play by the same playbook. The bungee toxic culture of misleading and hiding the truth, it's permeated all the way down into their trolls. Even their Destiny trolls behave the same way. Mislead the public, cause an air of confusion to hide the truth. Like, they all pull from the same dadgum playbook. It's like, I can smell the bungee on you. Following for a while, figured it's time to join. Well, thank you. Oh, we went over three hours. Whoops. Oh. Yo, Shervier says, I swear I didn't come back just because you're talking about Bungie. I'm available in the morning again. Homie, thank you for the $5. Listen, let me make something perfectly clear. If you guys are here all of a sudden because I showed up in your suggested feed or whatever, because because I'm talking Destiny and Bungie, I don't, I'm not mad at you if you just suddenly started showing up again or if you start showing up from here on out. I don't care when you pick up the baton and start running with me again. That doesn't matter. That doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. In general, YouTube just stopped showing you my content. It's not even necessarily your fault. You're like, well, he's not covering Destiny. He's covering variety gaming news. And then you don't click on like, I don't know, two weeks worth of content. Well, then YouTube stops showing you my videos. It's not your fault. I don't expect you to watch videos you're not interested in. That's ludicrous. But because of how YouTube operates, when I make the big announcement that like, hey, we're moving the live stream over here, nobody gets that video. I I have almost 50,000 subs over there and like 8,000 people watch the video titled my most important video ever. I still, to this day, I, I told Creature, we should have named it My Merry Last Destiny video ever. I'm here because your podcast radio hybrid is a great idea. Oh, well, thank you. Eric with a $5 tip. I'm here so I don't get fined. Well, at least somebody's paying their dues. Telling you, dude. Times are hard for being a cult leader. It really is. YouTube stopped showing me my patrons' VODs because I didn't watch them for a week. Right. Seriously, this is one of the most uh, welcoming communities, second only to No Man's Sky. All you had to do was look at Twitter over the weekend to see that it's not that hard to be better than the 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 toxic, not the Destiny community, but the toxic Destiny community. It's not hard to be better than them. It isn't. Like, it's just as it's it's also not hard to be better than somebody who like is abusive to their family. It's not hard to be better than that community. It really isn't. They're at the bottom of the barrel of humanity. Like, it's not hard. If you're generally polite and kind. You're like Superman compared to them. 
I'm just here for the eat along. Thank you. Who's taller, Lono or the Christmas tree? What, you think this is like some perspective trickery <laughs> to make me look tall? joke was short-lived if you hang out here for real thank you king keys for 11 months by the way if you hang out here for real and see how not toxic it is every day we're almost wholesome yeah It really makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder then why was Bungie and why are they still so quick to make sure that the public thinks that we're just a bunch of ravenous, hateful cult followers that attack people and believe in conspiracy theories? Why would they have a vested interest in maintaining that narrative? Like, think about it. Think about it. Listen, even if you think I'm wretched and awful and I'm a liar, why would Bungie care? Seriously, no, seriously, just press pause. Stop stop thinking you're a liar and a manipulator and just ask the question, why would they have that vested interest? Why do they have to maintain that narrative? Seriously. Why? What do they have to hide? What are they worried about? If I'm just awful and terrible, you would just ignore me. You would just ignore me. You wouldn't need to maintain like this public deception. Well, you did manipulate me into pressing pause and now I can't see the rest of the convo. (laughs) Maybe I should stop saying press pause to a live audience. That might be a bad idea. Yo, Orion the Cloaked coming in with a brand new membership. Thank you so much. And then a $5 tip from Goku Gohan. Bungie Warpships, uh, uh, no, I'm not saying that out loud. <laughs> Thank you for the $5 tip, though. Did CM say something about you this weekend? Yeah, I confronted Cosmo on the fact that last year he, he spoke out of turn and said things about me that weren't true. He doubled down and said, no, it is true. And then went on to say that me and my community are attacking people and forcing them to answer conspiracy theories and he told me to put a stop to it so he just he didn't waste any time being dishonest again misleading the community well yeah this guy's out here this guy's out here attacking people and so is his community that's a lie you just we've just once again lied to the community because you're not interested in the truth not like I told him I said at this point I can only consider this to be willful malice and deception like you're being willfully malicious and deceptive like this isn't this is not this is not the behavior of somebody who's interested in the truth you're you're just you're misleading people 
I went on Twitter for 10 minutes. I genuinely don't understand how you deal with it. I would crumble. Well, something that I started to notice... We, we have to shift gears to Halo. We, we have to. Something that I started to notice is that when I just remain calm and just speak in just very, very... I just focus on the facts and the truth. I don't attack them. I don't, I don't insult or anything else like that because it'd be really easy to. But when I just speak plainly and I speak calm... People come unhinged. They don't know what to do. It it like make it like makes them unstable. Like they lose their freaking minds. They're like dogs frothing at the mouth. Rawr, 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 rawr. Like they just lose their minds. I think a crucial moment of the Cosmo outburst was the awful timing. We were all enjoying Red Storm's Halo performance. Yeah, I know. People were like, how convenient. They waited until you were live streaming to reply. I was like, I don't want to look at everything with a raised eyebrow, but that did seem interesting. Him and her. Cosmo and uh, Dirty F and Hippie. Both of them waited until I was live streaming to start like calling me out. And I was like... Okay. <laughs> and I engaged them. I engaged them right, right on the broadcast. I was like, I'm not going to shy away from this. And we disrupted the broadcast for... I don't know, maybe 10 minutes, and then we got back to business and had a blast. It did seem interesting that they both they both went at me like around the exact same time. It's like, huh. Yeah, wait until he's live and then then blast him. So he either won't be able to respond and we can run away with a narrative, or it'll disrupt his stream and, and mess with him. It's super hard not to always see an angle because they've been taking they've they've angled this entire story, you know, to their benefit. They've tried to angle this entire story to their benefit. What is this? Why can't I hear it? I'll have to listen to this later. That's weird. I was like, how is Lona going to handle this while he's doing his Halo thing? I just handled it like I've been handling it all along. I just spoke the truth. I'm not attacking anybody. Show me, show me where I've attacked anybody. Show me. Like, it's interesting, it's interesting that you've once again made a claim and you can't show me where I've done it. Where have I attacked anybody? Where? Oh, it's about women and persons of color. I'm sorry, what? That article's very long and it's not just about that. That's one piece of it, but that's not what the entire thing is about. You say I'm invalidating claims. You just invalidated everybody's claims at the company that's not a woman or an unrepresented community. What are you talking about? What's my favorite coffee flavor? My favorite out of the bunch is the dark roast. Light roast is probably our most popular because it's so drinkable. I like the dark roast because it's the same flavor but with just a little bit more of a full-bodied flavor. The Frickmas blend right now is like our most popular blend. And once it's gone, it's gone. We'll, we'll bring it back next year. SNTR select when? Right. We should just turn Frickmas into the select and then just do a different flavor next year for Frickmas. Like every year, try a different holiday blend. You know what I mean? Sadden me how he dug his dug in their heels. 
Yeah, when you're shown to have been, you've said something that was inaccurate, why would you not correct that? Why would you not correct that? And be like, well, uh, okay, I was mistaken. My, my bad. Thanks. And I'd grab that screenshot and be like, here's one more claim that's been walked back. One more. We can't do whole bean because of the way they ship it, TK baby. Uh, I Darth chosen with a five spot. Can't always support monthly, but and have a new name. But I'm 100 with you. Here's the first five bucks for your legal fees. I people keep pressing that. I don't think people understand the insane amount of money because the one guy was going back and forth like it doesn't cost that money, and and if and if the, and if he's so innocent, he'd get it all back. No, it does cost money. I would have run out of money. I didn't have enough in savings, and I wasn't going to go into an insane amount of debt. I didn't have enough in savings to even to even get things going. Like he's like, it'll be ten to twenty thousand dollars to start a federal case. Okay, and then once we get into discovery, it's going to be tens of thousands of more dollars because it's thousands and thousands of billable man hours. Okay. Like I, people think that you can just start up a court case and just be like. Well, Mr. Lawyer Man, if we win, then you'll get money too. No, they have billable man hours. They have to make money on everything that they do. They're not going to take up some some case where, especially a defamation case, they're extremely hard to win. I googled you. It's nasty and seems legit. Okay. I'm assuming that you think you're going to get like a reaction out of me. Do you got anything do you got anything better than that? You got anything else? Is that all you got? Seems legit. Mhm. Find me a single article that uh entertained my side of things. I'll give you a hint before you waste your afternoon. There's not a single article that gives you my side of things. How is that legit? I've done the Arkham games, but not on here. Kuda Papa with four months and a tier three. I spent 5,000 on a court case and it hadn't even gotten to the courtroom yet. Just meeting with the lawyer and having phone calls and emails and having him send some NDAs cost me between three and $5,000. We had That wasn't even me doing a case. That was just me meeting with him and sending a couple CNDs. We sent, we sent two or three cease and desist to people who were brigading against the business. I didn't send cease and desist to people who were like telling their story. We sent them to people who were like, take his business and his platform. Well, you can't do that. I Google Lono and Midnight Mass was suggested to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we got to switch gears. It's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard. But we have to switch gears. You guys that are going to come with us, you, we, we, have to, we have to put this to bed for today. Obviously, listen, if more things come out, if more things get revealed, I will cover it. We, you know, depending, depending on a lot of things. We may do videos or follow-ups on presents if we feel like it's it's worthy of it right we do have a um we do have a a premiere today that will uh hit presents it's about me disagreeing with devin nash's take on um his take on the dislike count being removed i don't agree with him and uh 
So that'll be the premiere later today on Presents at like uh, 3 o'clock, okay? Now what we're going to do is we're going to head over to another stream. This one's about Halo and the game modes that are coming. Um, and I want to talk about this from the way of being like, it's good that they're they're not just addressing game modes with addressing challenges. It's good to see fast action, but this again falls into sort of the concerning landscape of like, man, you guys just still are seeming, you seem behind. Seem behind. So redirect should happen. If redirect doesn't happen, you can click the link in chat. It should bring you with me when I end this stream, okay? It should bring you over. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News about the Halo Infinite modes update as well as things they are doing to the challenges. If you like these kind of talk show streams, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. I will give you right here on the very beginning a quick summary of the issue. So if you're just looking for a short video, I put this right on the front of the video to help you out. I will also be bringing people over and redirecting from the past 